Blog Talk Radio. Beyonce's marketing team. I'm talking about the 
the market. Oh, my God. They are so God. We all know. Listen, Beyonce, they, you know, they put out in the papers Beyonce's the biggest selling tour. Well, partly why she was the biggest selling tour is because tickets were so high, but that, I digress. Secondly, though, but they put out she was the biggest selling tour. But a lot of people on the low have been saying that 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 wasn't true a few months ago. Part of the reason why, because scalpers have bought up tickets allegedly at enormous amounts and were having problems allegedly getting rid of them. So they started selling them for cheap. And then Beyonce's marketing team, I believe, I believe, this is my belief, start to work over time. They started working because, you know, first first thing they did, first thing Beyonce, people was like, what's wrong with Beyonce? Because she was coming out there, she was looking slow, you know, looking like she's still sitting and shit. But she was not, you know, it, but she people was like, what's going on here? Then she brought out, Blue Ivy was the first thing, the next thing. Boom, Blue Ivy was going to put this in, you know, put out there, okay? That's the first thing the marketing team did. Woo, okay? People was like, oh, she got Blue Ivy out there? Okay, that's a micro, but still not enough. But then she started marching out the celebrities. Celebrities always fucking work. The scalpers start selling the cheap tickets for cheap, I hear, allegedly. Cheap, cheap. And see, there, you know, allegedly certain a lot of celebrities got invites and shit like that, right? Because, you know, they say it was all sitting in a certain section, like the Ivy Park boxes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still saying she's the most overhyped artist in history, okay? But this marketing team is not overhyped. These motherfuckers is dope, okay? They start marching out the fucking celeb, putting pictures out there. Look who showed up in this city. Look who showed Look what, look at Jessup. Look who, what she got on. Look at it. And celebrities are going, oh, 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 God, Beyonce, 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 Beyonce. God, ooh, angels in heaven's walk up. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all that, right? That started working. Everybody's like, damn, I need to, maybe we need to go to Renaissance. Plus, the scalpers were reselling the tickets allegedly at much cheaper prices, right? Right, 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 right. Every place ain't Atlanta and, you know, the black, you know, the, but they were, that's what happened. That was, it looked like she was selling out, but she, on the low, it was really allegedly scalpers. Okay, so they start selling these tickets off for cheap. But then the celebrity, they start marching. They did a couple things. Blue Ivy, marching out of, uh, uh, uh. see, I got to tell y'all what y'all seeing because, see, sometimes y'all don't even know what's happening. You don't know why you decided to go to the Renaissance, too. You're like, damn, why is that? Why that Because you want to be a part of a pop culture moment, right? That's why I'm going. I've been seeing Beyonce a thousand times. I'm of the school, old school. Have you seen her once? You've seen her a thousand, you've seen her all the time, right? I've seen her a lot, okay? Y'all be dog-thinking our dog I'm actually maybe an honorary swarmer y'all should make me. I'm just a swarmer that tells her the truth, <laughs> okay? So here we go. So allegedly, these things weren't selling that good, okay? They were doing all right. I mean, y'all was going, but it wasn't like that. Then the marketing team, Blue Ivy, Celebrity. Oh, celebrity help! Celebrity help! Give it showing pictures of Jay Z and uh, with this person, uh, Miss Tina hugged up with this person. Missy, then it starts to be a thing. Then uh, Oprah and Gil, the the choir, oh, to see Beyonce, oh, with Jill Scott. 
to see it's a glorious, it's heavenly, it's all God, it's coming down from the heavens. I'm sure it's going to be a great show. No, that shit's going to be great because of the visuals and everything else. No doubt, okay? And they create that. So we got celebrities with Gail and Oprah and hallelujah, you know, that, that kind of feel, right? <laughs> right? It's Leah Tart. Angels is Leah's heart. <laughs> right? Okay, that started working. And then the fucking dress up. Shout out to the audience dressing the fuck up. The audience did this. No, she came in late with that. She told me, I don't want y'all to dress up for my birthday. They was already doing it. I was teasing on here. They were, It was already, you evil candy lady, they was already, you know they was dressing up for your shows. Okay, they was already doing it. That then the marketing team said, let's get a hold to that shit. They start putting it out there. Everybody looking, look, everybody wear your silver. Where Beyonce, Beyonce wants you to wear silver up until it's Virgo season, up until her birthday. Even her ass is a lot of Scorpio, but, you know, she's a lot of Virgo, too. Beyonce wants you to wear, she wants you to wear all silver and all that. But that wasn't her idea. The marketing team said, we're going to play on this shit because everybody's dressing up anyway. We're going to make it an event. <laughs> So, here we go. Blue Ivy. Celebrities. Oprah and Gail and Jill Scott Choir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> and then the dress up. Trick or treat. Okay. And then last, but pretty lethal, was making it a TikTok event. Oh, they're genius. Let me tell you something. Beyonce, I ain't in the Beyonce, I, but the marketing team, who the fuck? What? I'm a fan. Shit. I will sing y'all praises. Y'all bad as hell because y'all figured it out. TikTok, like, everybody look around, go mute. Yeah. Those elements all together. And, wait a minute, I forgot the most important element. Oh, my God. Let me go over them again. Blue Ivy showing up. Ellen, uh, Oprah and Gill, hallelujah. And Jill Scott, hallelujah choir. Celebrities begin to march out. At every show, taking pictures of Jay-Z, celebrities, celebrities, you know what I'm saying? And then what else did I say? Oprah get. Uh, 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 then, of course, I said the uh, the mute challenge, right? Because you, 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 oh, the dress up. No, I put dress up. Having everybody dress up because people were doing that anyway. But the marketing team, team seized on it, okay? Dressing up, dressing up. Let's make it an event, pop culture event. It's not about Beyonce. It's bigger than Beyonce. <laughs> it's all celebrities here. Blue Ivy's here, all of them. I know she ain't doing much, but everybody's here, okay? And even Beyonce started getting more hype for the show. She's like, she's, she's more hype now, okay? Then the last thing, cheap tickets. The scalper sold them for cheaper. Oh, my God, what geniuses. And the TikTok mute, like a TikTok, making her show like a TikTok show. Everybody go mute. People take them this is just so genius. The marketing, the marketing team is the superstar. Fucking hey, y'all, y'all did, y'all did that. It shot the show. It shot it through the roof. 
And y'all won't never probably really know the real numbers of Beyonce's tour. This is what I'm going to tell y'all the truth. Even Taylor Swift, but especially Beyonce. And let me tell you, tell you why. Because of scalpers. You'll never get true numbers. Scalpers will make something look like sold out. That's really not, okay? No hate, Beyonce, no shade. I'll tell you the truth. I'm, I'm a friend. Okay? Now, Houston. Meg the Stallion shows up. And Beyonce, as high as her tickets was, you should have had a guest in every city. But I digress. Beyonce does a dance with Meg Thee Stallion. And listen, Meg Thee Stallion's right afterwards. I'll go hard for Beyonce. Do I have the video? We got the clip. Where is the clip? I haven't even told y'all about my week yet. I'll get to that. I just went right on to Renaissance because this is my weekend. I'm going to Renaissance Sunday. I can't wait. I'm excited. And I've been to all the on the runs. I've been to every Beyonce tour. Seriously. And y'all be like, I told y'all I was was a was was a part of the swarm swarm, okay. But let's see, okay. Uh, 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 uh. Let me see if I got made this out. Y'all got made this out. Well, let me put it. We got her talking about crying after she performed with Beyonce. Let's put it out here. Oh my goodness, we got it. Oh goodness, I don't have it up. I'm going to get it up. Don't worry. I don't know what my thing is making me do for some reason. Okay, just a minute, y'all. We're going to get this up because I think y'all need to hear this. And I, cause I want to say something to the girls because, you know, a lot of time y'all just don't be getting it. <laughs> and I've been explaining to y'all how Beyonce operates. But y'all can't see it. But I really think, I actually think she may try to get out of this. I really, I can see that she's going to probably start to change up her energy a little bit. um, Let's see. Let's pull it. Okay, we're going to get it here. Okay, you guys, so just give me a moment here. Okay, so let's see. Okay, we're going to go on a little break, so I'm going to get the clip up. I'm going on a little break just early for a second, okay? So we're going to go so we can get this clip up. Tonight is a show. I do not have a show, okay? Like I normally don't, but I I really don't have it. Like normally I have it written out. I have things, time, segments, all that. I don't tonight, and we're, it's just going to be, you know, off the cuff. It is what it is. We're going to have a good time anyway. <laughs> so I have to talk to you all for a minute. So uh, let's see. Um, we're going to... Go to break and we'll play a little song. We're gonna play on the break. Chad, I don't know. Um, we're gonna go because I thought I had it right up where I can. Let's play Beyonce because we're gonna see Beyonce this week. Okay, so we're gonna play Cuff It. I'll be back in a moment, y'all. Okay. I feel like falling in love. I'm in the mood to fuck something up.
trying to look up for y'all uh uh Megan the Stallion uh Christ I really wanted y'all to hear her uh let's see do we have it up I child I don't know if I can find anybody with it actual up She'll go hard for Beyonce. She, you know, all this. <laughs> Meg. Oh, God. She wanted to be the female Beyonce growing up. I love all that, Megan. But let me, let me, let me, let me explain to you what she did. And Beyonce, let me just say this. I have, I'm going to tell you, especially with this new moon in Aries happening. I'm not an astrologer, but I listen to a lot of them. <laughs> I want, you know what? A lot of people, a lot of my friends, like, you should go into it just for fun, you know, like really. Try, and I've been thinking about, I had taken some classes under my favorite astrologer and stuff because I love it. I love astrology so much. And I have since I was a little girl. My mom, I'm going to tell you all a story, Sabor. My mom, I used to go to my, when I go visit my mom, my mother used to have astrology books around. I was like seven or eight, and I had read Love Signs by the time I was nine. This is no lie. And I used to go to to the store at 7-Eleven with my friend when I was little, and I'd buy the little horoscope scrolls. <laughs> I know what I'm thinking about, but I used to love, I always have been a huge, really big astrology person. Even when I was, like, going to ORU, I used to, I got Christian books on astrology, all kinds of stuff. So I've always been loving, I've always loved the study of astrology, right? So I think, you know, I really, I really do. So maybe they're right, you know? But anyway. Beyonce, with this new moon, and with this full moon in Aries coming up, I really think you're going to have to, like, after this last show you're having, and you're blessed that you got away with this show because you look like you had a lack of energy at the beginning. And I think what hyped Beyonce out, uh, my personal opinion, was all the people starting to come out. The, 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 seeing the iconicness of how her, her, her marketing, the iconicness of her marketing team coming together and making that an icon show. And it, it starts to make her hype at the end, make her hype. Because I don't believe Beyonce gets as hype for her fans. I don't think that's a thing for her. I think it's it's her place in maybe history or something like that. Maybe that's just my personal opinion. But let me uh, – um, I will just say this, uh, Beyonce. You're going to have to appear more re- – not more – 
stop. I, I'm hoping for you that you get out of that weird energy you're in. Because what I noticed when Megan Thee Stallion came out on stage, and Megan was too happy, she was just happy to be performing, you finally decided to perform Savage with her, even though she worked her ass off. Listen, let me just say this. Beyonce did not promote Savage at all, mostly, okay? It was really made to Stallion. I guess Beyonce said, all I got to do is show the fuck up on it, okay? You know, and I respect that's nice you showed up on this new artist and stuff like that. But when you show up with these artists, when you show up with them, my personal opinion is just put in the work, too. You know what I'm saying? So, like, she was out here performing her ass off, and you act like you didn't give a fuck about something, right? So, finally, Beyonce's like, I love you, girl, from up on her perch. She did not come. I did. I hate it the way they had her stay. Beyonce, not even even Janet Jackson, who has real numbers. Janet Jackson was down performing with the artists that came in to see her. You stood up on a porch, a, por- a perch, cheering for her. It would have been fun if you came down there with her and was dancing with her and making yourself not a goddess because that's what you're doing. I know it. I know. Girl, I know. I'm very, Girl, I know what you're doing, okay? Because what it is is Beyonce's a Scorpio moon. So really, here's the thing. This is my personal. I told y'all a little bit this or this last week of my little sixth, seventh grade, my little grade school. So what I used to do because I was very shy and I didn't really. My personality was developed, but I didn't know if I should share it with people. I didn't know how people would feel about it and stuff like that. This is my personal opinion about Beyonce, okay? Because Beyonce being a Scorpio moon, Lilith and Scorpio. I think early on we got to see a lot of Beyonce's personality. I think that Beyonce decided that people, like if somebody said, oh, she's stuck up or she's this and that, Beyonce decided to lean into the energy of it, meaning like I'm going to become like some sort of, uh, like where they just admire me when I walk in the room. I'm going to be mute and quiet and not say anything to offend people. I'm going to be a robot where people just, that's, see, that's what I would do. Hi, oh, yeah, yeah, my. And I would just like, you know, and like I dressed really pretty, look really regal. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I did it a little when I was a young girl. You know what I'm saying? So that people started to uh, kind of look up to me more in admirable energy than they, than they really did anything because they didn't really know me. And so I would lean into this energy of, okay, she is some sort of ethereal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thing, right? But that's a little bit is because my personality wasn't all the way developed, too. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I was scared to show it, right? This is Beyonce, my personal opinion. My personal opinion is that she, uh, and I believe she's an insecure queen. I've always said that. I believe that. I believe that. I think she was scared of sitting down there next to Megan Thee Stallion because she's scared of the comparison. But who gives a shit? You're Beyonce. You know how that would have made Meg's day if you would have been down there? She's, you made her day any fucking way because she didn't know what the fuck you was doing. She didn't know you standing up on that perch and going, you go, girl, like you're the mother hen, you this and that, you blah, blah, blah. It was just uh, still keeping you in that energy of I'm still the top, I'm above you. Instead of my personal thing, instead of you, coming down there and having fun, it would have made you more above her. If you came down there and have fun and dance with her and, and, and did the song with her and you you interacted with her more on a personal level than on some sort of cheerleader from like the heavens, like you're perched up on a on a thing, looking down and she's like, I love you, Beyonce, like a fan. 
<laughs> when she done did the song with you. And I think it would have been beautiful had you been down there and been her equal and showing her queen, not only showing her that. See, I peak game. I know what you was doing. See, every, Meg don't know. Meg is up there like, oh. the Pisces might know. I don't know. She might not care. Pisces sometimes getting their feelings. Like, oh, I, just, I just was on the stage. I'm totally love. You know, but, so, but Scorpio, I peak game. I would say, ah, oh, so you ain't going to come down here and have a good time with me. You're not going to chill with me. You, you were still trying to make yourself. You're still trying to use her energy, that twerking, fun, such-and-such such energy, but yet you don't want to bring yourself down to it, which is very interesting. But you but you still, you're still uh, sucking the energy out of her. And that's what I dislike about you. This is what I just, there's two, there's two things that always kill me about Beyonce, not kill me, but this, that I dis, dislike strongly about Beyonce. Contrived, stealing energy when you don't need to, <laughs> energetically playing games, energetically playing witchcraft games, okay? And they couldn't see it, but I saw it, Beyonce. I didn't like that. And I was like, you missed the moment. You really did. Have fun. Quit trying to make yourself this weird energy. I am telling y'all. The Michael Jackson thing, Michael Jackson, Virgo too, okay? Michael Jackson, that energy he was in was not good for him in the end. You weren't meant to be worshipped. You're meant to, if you get praises and stuff, you got to put that on something else. So you got to sometimes bring yourself a little bit down off that perch of fame. Are you going to end up going crazy, girl? I'm just saying what you say. I'm just saying you run around here empty like a robot trying to be everything to everybody and everyone. But now you done made so much fucking money, who gives a shit? <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Show who you are. Have fun. To me, I thought it was terrible. I didn't like her standing up there on that thing. Because I, knew, because I know from I know that people looking at it didn't get it, but I knew exactly what was going on. I knew she wasn't going to come down there and dance with her. I knew she wasn't going to be next to her. I knew all of that, partly because she's insecure. Secondly, because um, she wants to make herself above it all, above everything. While I like that energy in some people, like Sade, because Sade started off her career in that energy. Sade, that is her real mystique. That is, that's that Capricorn shit, right? You know what I'm saying? That's really... Sade's shit. She's really that shit. She's really that shit. You are, Beyonce, you are not. You are Scorpio Moon, but you're not that ethereal entity that you try to play into. You know what I'm saying? It makes you kind of look crazy. You start looking nuts. Sade don't look nuts. She just looks mysterious. But you don't look mysterious. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're doing here. You look very pretty. You're very beautiful. And, but you do not have a, there is not, Charday is a different energy, and she carries a lot of mystique. That's her energy. Beyonce, you're beautiful, you're gorgeous, you're a great performer, but you don't have a huge level. You've tried to create a level of mystique because you're a Scorpio moon and you don't want to buy in your shit, but that don't mean you got mystique. I get that. You know what I'm saying? And being a Scorpio, you couldn't have a Scorpios have a lot of mystery about them. But on that end, you don't lean into that end, in my personal opinion. It's just you trying to keep your shit down and keep yourself quiet. 
but you try to make it out. But you come out on stage trying to look real, real, <coughs> like you're some sort of, I don't know, it's weird. But you, if you don't if you don't know what you're watching, you wouldn't know, okay? So my thing is, I just say for her, I'm hoping for her that she gets out of that later on. Like when she, if the Destiny Child tour happens, <coughs> I would love to see her on the Destiny Child tour. And the reason why is because it gives her a chance to be with other women. It gives her a chance to have camaraderie among a lot, a lot of women. You know, I get it. She's trying to do the Diana Ross thing. But let me just say this. Diana Ross, is, as much as people love Diana Ross, I found it interesting that you had Diana Ross at that show too because Diana Ross's career is very similar in terms of that people always had a distaste for Diana because a lot of people thought the same thing about Diana that they think about you because of what happened early on in Destiny's Child. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, but uh, you don't need to be that. You don't need to be a Diana Ross. That's not who that, – that, I, I don't even know you playing into <laughs> I don't even know why you're playing into that energy. Really, Beyonce, you can still be quiet about your shit, be quiet about your life, even though I think with a Scorpio moon and um, a Lilith and Scorpio, it, it's a disservice to your image to do that. You, as a Virgo, and especially with that Virgo sun, you are meant to be expression for people. Meaning, like when you did Lemonade and stuff, it would have been very different to hear you not contrive, Beyonce, not somebody they fucking made up or they put up. Beyonce, say this. Say this. You're so contrived. Just having fun and having a real conversation about relationships and love, even if you don't know it all. You get what I'm saying? Or even if you're not very well versed in it, maybe talking, having somebody, a, a therapist with you or something, and y'all discussing your thing on your, on a, the next documentary you do. The reason why people don't find your documentaries very interesting, except for the beast one, is because you're boring when you talk. And that's because you feel you're scared to show who you are. You are really like, I don't know where that girl went that was with D.C. I am where that was Destiny Child, like back in the jumping era and all that stuff, who used to talk, who used to, who was coming out a little bit more and stuff like that. I like her. Where is she at? I know she, hey, you ain't going to be perfect, but still come out and just be, show a little bit of yourself. That's why I'm more interested in the, I can't wait to see if the, she does a D.C. 3. I think it will do her a service, a great service, just as a person to do a DCT. This Renaissance tour is very ethereal, very, um, and it looks like it's going to be very good. It makes her, it puts, it helps her develop an iconic status, status because she has an iconic fucking marketing team who iconically fucking got it. Okay, but um, I hope she gets out for her sense of her peace of mind because you you don't want that. <laughs> you don't want that nobody you don't want you don't want that energy that worship you don't want to so that so so my thing is michael jackson it did not end well so i i would say that i'm hoping that for her she does a dc3 uh tour or something where she can hang around other women and she can i know she probably does in her regular life but she can let people she doesn't show appear up because to me, with DC3, she does appear, she used to appear, has that uh, thing, but uh, the last few times, 
that last uh, the last like that last cater to you tour she didn't appear that way she she was really actually a little bit downplaying herself a little bit she played she played to it but not as much she looked like a part of a girl group for the first time not where she was the lead singer or something like that it still was there that she's looking like that you know head but it was she got, that's gonna always be there but she looked like she was having fun. <laughs> So that's just my personal opinion. I'm excited about seeing the Renaissance Tour, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to have a lot of fun, fun, I'm sure, God bless, okay? But I just noticed that. I did not like that. I was like, this is a chance for you. You say you're a girl, you empower women, you're a girl empowered. It's not standing up on your porch. Go, girl, you go. She's in your peer group, girl. Get your ass down there. She's about, you ain't but about 10, what, about maybe 9, 12, I don't know, maybe 15 years older. I don't know, shit, but you... Uh, you can get down there. You can get down there. You did that song with her. You can get down there and have a good time with her. Shit. You, what the hell? You ain't got to twerk, but you could have just been down there having a good time dancing. You did a song with her. Quit standing up above her. I didn't like that whole look whatsoever, and I knew what it was about. <laughs> I knew aesthetically what you were supposed to see and gather. A lot of times we don't look at what we're aesthetically seeing. Like, you know, I mean, like what we're seeing on stages and stuff like that, how it's supposed to good. You were supposed she was never supposed to come down to Meg. Meg didn't catch that. Meg was looking up at her, I love you, Beyonce. <laughs> she didn't catch that. She was, she was, that was the gig. <laughs> but to, to, to be honest, you get, she gave you your first number one hit in a long, I mean, for a minute. You should have been down there. You had your little ass dancing and, and playing with her and stuff, too. You still would have been looking like the icon. You were even more iconic. Let me say, that's what I love about Taylor Swift. Can I just say this? I don't really like, I'm not a big Taylor Swift, but I have learned to like Taylor Swift within the last few weeks. Not because she's dating Travis Kelsey, which we're going to get to in a minute. But I think this kid is saying, hey, I don't want, and if I'm Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, let me give you a little bit of, t- let me tell you how you really, how you really, you really change up the game. Like, you really show that you the, you the one. I shouldn't be giving you this. I try to give it to Beyonce, but Beyonce's team don't listen. They don't listen to certain stuff. I'm going to give it to you if your team is out here listening. Somebody out here listening. Because I do be having some trolls, okay? Because somebody trolling, somebody trolling got mad. <laughs> but anyway, okay. Taylor's people. All right, somebody can pass this along to Taylor's people. You know how you really fuck up, fuck with Beyonce's team? Because they do be having, I don't care what they say, it's no competition, it's no, so we're not competitive. A little bit, okay, maybe show up at Beyonce's concert in Kansas City. <laughs> no, Taylor, listen to me. Be down there dancing it up, singing. you should do <laughs> why i say that y'all like oh that just shows she's a big beyonce fan no bitch it doesn't show that it shows that she's a humble superstar i'm not jealous of anyone i love everyone taylor show up yeah <laughs> be on the floor having a good time take pictures with miss tina <laughs> they can't they don't know what you're doing they can't stifle energy but you'll be stifling energy <laughs> Oh, that's how you reverse it. Because Taylor's really huge. Not in a Dale energy, 
Adele, the problem with Adele, Adele could do that, but the problem with Adele is Adele feels sorry. Adele doesn't feel like she deserves. Listen, no, this is true. This is my personal opinion on Adele. When Adele won an award over Beyonce, Adele has an affinity because this is just my personal opinion. This is Carlotta 101, and I could be all the way wrong, okay, and I'm okay if I'm all the way wrong. It's just my observation, okay? My observation is Adele has an affinity kind of for black people, okay, because she's dated, I think, black, she's dated some black men, okay, and sometimes that makes people have an affinity for black people, okay, and so she sometimes doesn't feel, when she won those awards over Beyonce, oh, Beyonce's so great, I don't deserve, I don't, and she really doesn't think she deserves it, when she does. Right, but she plays to the uh, so it doesn't work with her showing up at Beyonce's concert, being like <laughs> groveling. Taylor didn't grovel. Let me say, even though I don't think Taylor deserved that award when Kanye went up there on stage, Kanye was wrong in how he did it. And he he tremendously helped Taylor Swift's career. He blew her the fuck up because you know white America came to the defense and they've been at it ever since. However. Taylor didn't grovel. Taylor was like, shit, yeah, I do deserve this award. She didn't come up and say, yes, Beyonce's great, too. See, Adele would have been like, she's right. I mean, you know, Beyonce is so great. I mean, but Kanye, you shouldn't have been rude. But no, Taylor was like, give me my award, you right. <laughs> right? So there's not grovel. There's no bow down to that energy. Because she, she shows up, it's a different thing. She's cycling the energy in the room. Now, some would say, oh, she's trying to take the tissue, because they used to say Prince used to do this to Michael Jackson. Prince, But the problem was Prince didn't think that he was that great either. I'm just saying, with Taylor, even if I wouldn't show up in the audience, I'd be in one of the boxes, like private boxes, and make sure, like, they get a little glimpse of picture and somebody gets a picture of me. <laughs> so you won't be accused of doing what Prince. They said Prince used to do it. Michael Jackson concerts come and try to get all the attention. No. You be up like in a hidden box, maybe with you know in Travis's box in in in, in Arrowhead. Nobody sees you. Lights off. You be with your friends, but have a little bit of peak, maybe a little bit of press there. Saying, "Oh, guess who was happy? Beyonce's concert, enjoying her, hidden in her in Travis's cat press box." And they show you dancing to Beyonce, singing "Cuff It." <laughs> oh, that's how you that. How you win the publicity war? Oh, Beyonce, the energy. <laughs> you, you suck the energy right back. I'm telling y'all stuff that people be doing. Okay, y'all don't think it happens. It does. It's people who understand energy very well. Okay, and they know how to siphon it, siphon it, siphon it, move it, uh, change it, move it around. And one thing I have loved about Taylor Swift is that is what she is doing. Now, do I listen? Let me just tell you. Let me say, she's saying she's shaking off the ethereal shit. She's like, no fucking way. I'm a, I'm the hometown girl. I'm the hometown friend. I date a lot of men and all of that. And I may be secretly, you might be thinking I'm on some slut shit, but you don't see me as that. You see me as the hometown girl. I could be your friend. I could be your friend. Look at me at the football game. Yes, Travis. Even though it looks like it's too soon and it looks like a fucking long-ass getting ready to be a publicity stunt, but she was not up there. Beyonce would have been up there. Oh, 
you know, like, you know, like, everybody around looking weird, very kind of smiling with shades on, overdoing. <laughs> she would have been sitting with shades on, hardly talking to nobody, looking scared to touch people. No, 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 I'm telling you how it was really going to do. I'm telling you, I'm telling you how true what Beyonce would have did, okay? Been, and people would have been up there gawking. Oh, Beyonce. Even Janet's getting out that shit. Janet be showing her trips now, damn, her little trips on going to Italy and shit. Janet, like, I've been in that energy. I'm trying to live my life. I ain't, you know what I'm saying? But Beyonce still be trying to be in that 1972 starlet energy, which doesn't work in the in the age of Aquarius. It just makes her icon worship, and it's going to end up messing with her head, right? But Taylor gets it. Taylor's like, bitch, I ain't going to be that either. I'm going to be out here. I'm about to have fun, and I'm still going to be an icon. I'm still going to, y'all still going to be uh, uh, loving on me and stuff when I walk into the room. <laughs> right? Because she's the ultimate regular girl. Listen, she appears, and I would say, like, like, here's the thing. I would say Beyonce thinks that that's really her. Like, say, for instance, like I said, Sharday. Sharday is the real untouchable girl, Okay. But Charday really doesn't, Charday's really cool. Like, if you see her in a room, like, she greets people and stuff. But that's really her her energy. Beyonce is just getting a little strange. I know Beyonce's a quiet, she has some quiet stuff, but she wasn't always like that. That's why it's weird. The, the, it's because, so we know that's not really the personality there. So we know this little weird stuff you've been doing, lady, showing her with shades on, sitting up there with Jay-Z, like you son. It just don't work for you, okay? But Taylor gets it. Taylor is getting this regular girl shit, hometown girl. She's at the thing. She got her drink at. <laughs> but she had a strong-ass drink, too. What was that drink she had? <laughs> Taylor is like, you know what? Now, Taylor is not married, okay? She's not married, but Taylor, Beyonce, you can be, look at, you know who else gets it? But she ain't, she ain't got the career you got. That's Sierra. But you got to be, you, Beyonce, you got to, you will create more of an icon status by trying to bring it down a few notches. That's all. That's all I'm saying. So I'm going to leave it at that. I can't wait to see the Renaissance Tour. I'm going to talk more to y'all about how, you know, um, uh, how I'm, how, uh, you know, uh, after the Renaissance Tour, how I feel. Uh, it'll be, I, I can't wait, okay? I'm so excited. Sunday night, okay, and you know Beyonce. Hey Beyonce, Beast Warmers. Some of the Beast Warmers always write to me. Some of my the people that have been listening to me for a long time, and they say you really like her. I don't hate her. I just hate some of her shit, right? You know what I'm saying? Her vibe, right? So I call you out. When I love you, I call you out, okay? You know what I'm saying? It ain't no. When I did, I don't say I love her. That's wrong. That's too much. When I like you, I call you out. If I didn't like you, if I didn't think something of you, I wouldn't say shit about you. <laughs> Well, I call out people when I need to, right? And I take people call me out when they need to, right? So, you know, so, yeah, uh, that, that doesn't mean, yeah. No, I don't hate Beyonce. I'm just saying that she has a, a, a image that she she's the most overhyped artist in history, and I mean that, and I sincerely mean it. That doesn't mean she's not talented. It doesn't mean she isn't good. It means I said what I said, and I said what I said, okay? Now, speaking of say what I said and said what I said, some people like to troll this show. And I fuck with them just because they troll them. <laughs> oh, no. Listen, even a little podcast like mine. Hey, you know, my little listen. 
again. What I said, if I whatever I say on this show, and I said it before, <clears throat> I said, what the fuck I said? <laughs> All right? It does not change. It does not change if I'm in your face, right? It does not, right? I would tell you that, okay? I'm, I, and I would tell you in a very nice way, but I would tell you that. It does not change. Now, what I will say is this, okay? When I am defending something, especially when we're talking about race and we're talking about this and that, I'm very passionate about these things, okay? And sometimes I can say it, I can say it so passionately, and I am sorry if I offend you and how it was said, but trust me, I mean that shit, <laughs> okay? I mean, but I, but I could have said it better. could have said the real truth a little bit better. <laughs> Maybe instead of saying, F you, I could have said, you know, you can bounce with your shit. I don't know. I don't know. I, but, but, but I see it. What I, that's what I just want to say. I just want to make, that's a passive-aggressive, uh, 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 passive-aggressive, <laughs> what's a pa- I hate passive-aggressive. It's a passive Passive aggressive talk for somebody who passively aggressively said instead of just saying saying writing and saying you can write you can you can DM you can what your problem you can do a lot of things to say what your problem is okay but instead of that it went on to be a passive aggressive okay but it's okay so I will say that okay. Now, let me say this. I forgot, I forgot I'm going to see Maxwell Friday. <laughs> Y'all like again? <laughs> Listen, okay, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I was going because uh, my my friend who's become my Maxwell girlfriend, Hannah, is going to be here. And she so graciously, like, was in, I, when I went to her hometown, she, you know, she was there, and I got to hang out with her at the show and stuff like that. So I wanted to make sure I'm there for her. Except, you know, I was trying to get her to do breakfast and dinner, breakfast and all this stuff. But, it, listen, I'm st- such a busy weekend. I have, listen, I've had this week, y'all, my week. Let me tell y'all about my week, okay, my last couple of weeks. <sighs> y'all pray for All I say is pray for your girl, okay? I mean, just listen, okay? You know, this is full moon in Aries. You know, this is it's falling in our since they say for Scorpio in our uh, sixth house, the house of house of health, and uh, I forget what else the house is. But child, listen here. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> it's been so, it's been a couple, a little bit crazy. Okay, so cause, you know, because I've talked to y'all guys and said I've had a couple of procedures. And I'm still having them coming up, and y'all just pray, okay? But listen, I am just like, you know, I'm like, but I feel good about, listen, I'm going to tell you this. What I realized, I realized something. This is cyborg from, from, and then I'll come back to, uh, this is talking about my week, and I'll come back to the Maxwell Show. But what I realized these last few weeks about health care in America and how worse it's gotten under Obamacare. <laughs> but, uh, like, 
I remember seeing this show where this lady was talking about getting a procedure done, and she had insurance, and how they were trying to charge her out of the wazoo for a procedure. And she went to an outside source, like, to get the procedure done, because, you know, you can go to smaller, uh, like, in, uh, centers and stuff that do um, uh, these little little medical procedures and different things like that, or imaging, CT scans, MRIs, or different things like that. And you can get you 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 they will some they will sometimes at times give you the chance, choice between no procedure, I mean insurance procedure maybe at a much cheaper price or out of pocket, which is way cheaper, right? I'm telling you, it happened to me this week, and I was in shock. Like got insurance and everything, and you know what I'm saying. But I was like. They it was crazy. It was a crazy amount. And I said the people could literally get in debt. They could really literally. Uh, I could if you know I could see had I not been an informed person because I have my grandparents and sometimes I'm informed on things. And my grandmother was one of those women growing up. She was very informed in medical stuff. She was like she never put she black. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, I'm similar to that. I'm starting to get that now. And what I saw, I mean, it was a difference of, let me just say this, almost if you had insurance, you got charged more. If you acted like you didn't, it was almost a nine to $10,000 difference for a certain procedure. Serious, crazy as fuck. I could not believe. And the only way I knew that is because I had watched this thing on television about health care one time, and uh, a lady was talking about these procedures and stuff. And this is very interesting because it, it tells me why the numbers in the black community sometimes can be so dismal, even especially with people having insurance and stuff like that, because the pricing can be outrageous. And if you don't shop around, like I'm a person who's informed, so I was like, call my insurance company. I'm like, hey. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> you know, and they was like, okay, you might want to look. You know, so you have to. And if I had not known that, oh my God, I would have been looking like astron at crazy astronomical fees. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to inform y'all that. So I've been going through a little bit of stuff, different stuff, but it was a blessing. It ended up being a blessing anyway. And I think you know, God don't put you through nothing that. Uh, you you not you you not built for you not strong enough for and so I thought this when that happened I said wow this gives me a sense to look into more like patient advocacy and maybe trying to get people on this show to talk about more about patient advocacy and learning about healthcare and stuff like that and when you go to the doctor and you face enormous fees for procedures that need to be done or things that need to be taken care of and stuff, especially as you get older, you know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. But, y'all, give me your prayers. I went through a little something, but I'm going to be good, okay? All right, so as I was saying, go to Maxwell. I'm going to Maxwell Friday. Shout out to Hannah. Hannah's gonna be here. I'm so excited to. I, y'all get, I'm so excited to see her because she's she's so funny and she's always fun and we 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 always get to, we always like talking to her after the concert and we also we like you know have a good little laugh or something like that. So I, I, hopefully I get to see her. I'm gonna try to go early to the concert so I can see her. But I'm I'm excited. That's one of the reasons I'm going. Otherwise I would be leaving 
<laughs> Friday for Beyonce, but, you know, Beyonce Sunday in Kansas City. So I'm going to stay for the Maxwell show, and then, you know, I'm going to get ready for Renaissance, which I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Woo-hoo. I cannot wait, okay? Even though I, I, I went off on Beyonce tonight, I still I didn't go off on her. I think I was pretty nice and understanding about what I said. But I am so excited. I cannot wait for the Renaissance store, and I can't wait to unveil my outfit. It's so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. I had two choices. I still got two choices. I'm going to take both choices with me, but they cute. they cute, cute, cute. Okay? Now, tomorrow night, Maxwell. Oh, it's the Aries full moon. I think this is the first show I've ever seen Maxwell on a full moon. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> this is an interesting one. It's an Aries full moon, too. So you never know. Because, you know, Aries is like, what is Aries? There are two signs that are ruled by Mars, okay? It's Scorpio and Aries, right? But Aries is completely ruled by Mars. Scorpio, we're ruled by Aries. We're ruled by Mars and Pluto. So Scorpios, we're like a more, how can I say it? Aries is the youngest sign in the zodiac, so it's a little bit more unhinged, it's more bold, it's considered a warrior. Scorpios, we're more the like the general in the army. We strategic, we're plotting now <laughs> because of Pluto. We're sneaky, <laughs> we're dark, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Whereas Aries is like, they about to plan a whole damn seance for the, these enemies. We just get ready to go get, kick their ass. You know where, where Scorpios is like, no, no, no. We want to make sure we clean out the camp, <laughs> and Aries is like, no, we just gonna go to war, right, you know what I'm saying, so Aries is a sign of war, warriors, bold, uh, uh, cunning, and uh, 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 what else uh, 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 about Aries, uh, uh, power, right, Fiery because Mars is a planet, of fire, you know, has fire, you know, stuff like that. Oh my God, so much about this Mars full moon. I've been listening to a lot of astrologers about it, and it's just you can feel it is a tremendous changing point in the game. All full moons are, but this one feels. And then we got an eclipse coming up, and I think for Scorpio season. I think, I'm not sure, is it in Libra season? I can't remember. But, yeah, I mean, we're already in Libra season, but, you know, uh, well, pre-Scorpio season. <laughs> we never acknowledge, we acknowledge. Like, even though I have a lot of Libra in my chart, I, we, I'm a Scorpio, so I feel loyalty to my Scorpio, my Scorpio nature. <laughs> right? So, uh, but, but, yeah, I mean, it is such, it's, 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 it's one of those full moons that I feel like is like we're in, we're in Libra season, so it's a balancing of the scales and a balancing of our, our, um, of where we at, but it's a balance, but it's also that Aries energy of what are you going to do? How are you going to move forward? How are you going to bring the fight to what you need to do the rest of this year? Or what you need to be, or how you need to live. I love that. Ooh, so this is going to be an interesting full moon. So it's going to be interesting to see a concert on the night of an Aries full moon. I feel like I'm going to dress in Aries. I didn't, I had, you know, at first I was going to do something really casual. I got these cute little shoes. Oh, my God, they're so cute. 
shout out to Chanel. Let me just shout out this girl lady. Young lady on Etsy who does uh, custom-made shoes, right? And she did my custom-made Converse chips. How they so cute. They got pearls all on them. They got rhymes. They got my name on the back, Kiki, which is my nickname. That's my nickname, Kiki, right? right. My whole family says be Kiki, Kiki, <laughs> right? So, um, yeah, so it's so cute. And and it has, oh, my God, and I was going to wear that with this, you know, this red, you know, this little thing I had. But I was like, nah, I'm not. And I still haven't made it for sure. I'm still not for sure. Like, I might change my mind at the last minute, but I had an idea to wear my little Converse, my my little uh, cute little, uh, you know, custom-made Converse with, with my little outfit. But then I was like, oh, no, I feel something else. This is Aries. This is an airy full moon in Libra season. It's fiery. It's cunning. It's 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 bold, sexy. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta do something different, <laughs> right? So yeah. So I'm like, I feel like I gotta, you know, I gotta feel, I gotta, I gotta conjure. I was thinking first. I was thinking Corman Jones. You know what I'm saying? You remember Corman? You know the the Corman Jones like energy. But I'm like, I'll tame it a little. <laughs> Right, because you gotta have that. You gotta I feel like you gotta match the energy of the moon energy. Okay, so I'm so excited because Beyonce definitely gonna be sexy. All right, I'm gonna tell you that I'm, I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready for B. Okay, but but it's gonna be sexy, but it's gonna be over the top because I got a lit ass, a light ass. I went over the top. Okay, I got the hat that lights up. I changed my hat up. It's gonna light up, and I got my fan that lights up. <laughs> Okay, I'm ready, all right? So, but, you know, uh, but I'm excited about the maxwells, like the pre-appetizer what's what's for Beyonce, so I'm okay. I'm cool. I'm excited about it, okay? And then this week it was fun. I got to go out with some friends and hang out. That was fun. Uh, the Last night I had a great time. It took my mind off of all the crazy stuff that I got going on. But it was just, I had a good time, Okay. And so, hey, y'all, so now I'm going to go to break because I've been talking y'all head off, okay? We come back, we got to get into these stories in these streets, okay, because there's a lot of stories going on. <laughs> and somebody, wrote, somebody said to me the other week, one of my, one of my uh, fellow uh, Maxwell fans who listen to my show said to me, Carlotta, are you really not going on the cruise? I said what I said, and I mean what I mean. Listen, let me tell you why. I, I, and I'll re- say it again. It's not because I don't want to go. Oh God, y'all know I love this Maxwell, okay? But, however, I you know, I I can't be telling y'all to stand up against people and stand up against Drake. And and he has no. If he they would there if fit to me if there was more of a reason. Um, I take that seriously. I I, I don't see you know. I'm like, why would you bring her? I think that there is, you know, there is, there, there, I feel like that, to me, shows a lack of, like, respect. Even though you might know it personally, y'all, she meant no harm. We don't know that personally. Your audience don't. And I'm big on, you know, maybe my Libra stellium is big, honey. I heard somebody tonight say, Libras are all about customer service. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, here's my thing. I, I feel like you, when you you don't take into account your your base and you're just like, yeah, well we're gonna I'm gonna try to pull that over. I don't like that. 
it's not that I'm trying to get you to change it or anything. It's just like, why did you do that? I like to. That's an interesting thing. And you know, one of my 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 people, people people be noticing everything. I didn't even notice this, okay? Because I didn't. Even go, um, they said to me, as one of my people was listening to the show. One of my uh, friends was listening to the show, and so they were saying they was trying to see what I was talking about with uh, the uh, with uh, the women, a few women saying uh, Sabrina Crowley. It wasn't that many at, under his post for his uh, thing. It was a few people saying Sabrina Crowley, uh, something like that. So they, my friend said she couldn't find those anywhere. I was like, interesting. She said I could not find. I didn't see that anywhere, and so that's even worse for me. I was like, really. <laughs> But you can find it on some other websites. I've seen other people say it on other websites. <laughs> I've seen one website go all the way in, okay? So they can, they hope more people find out about it, right? But um, uh, but I don't think people will. It's just like Drake. Drake was able to get away with that. Uh, uh, the, even though it's more people paying a little bit more attention to Drake now, but not enough. And I just say that black people, we you, nobody's going to take you seriously if you – you can't check your own people about certain things. You know what I'm saying? That's just my opinion, okay? Just my opinion. I just feel like, uh, it, you know, it be. I said the one thing that could change my mind on something like that is because I don't care how much I like you. I it's a real, it's I it's with my friends, everybody. I'd be like, you know, if you're wrong, I try to, you know, I want people to tell me when I'm like, yeah, you that ain't right, right. So, I, you know, I say what I say. And so if, you know, if I have to say, if if I say take the time out to say, hey, that's a little crazy that you would uh, invite a person who had all these racist things to say and really gave a apology, not a big one. She's People have pushed back on her for a couple of uh, show, things where she's done, you know, and that that stigma of her is still out here, but you feel not the need to address it. That's crazy to me. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. That's just me, though. It ain't my it ain't my it ain't my crew. But I was just saying, it's crazy to me as a black woman, where even if it's four black women noticing it, even if it's five black women that notice, hey, is that the girl who said the racist tweets and tweets back in the day or whatever? It still is. Like a issue, and it still should be addressed. So just because you're my favorite, Maxwell's my favorite, does not mean I'm not going to address that. Okay, I'm not one of those fans that be like, eh, it don't matter what you do, I'm for you. Shit, the damn that. I, I know it doesn't matter. You know, some people see you uh, uh, smoking crack somewhere and be like, eh, it doesn't matter. They smoke crack. I'm for no. <laughs> Stop smoking that damn crack. I'm not saying that's him, but I'm just saying people will, sometimes people want to be in with you so well that they don't tell you the truth. I ain't that person. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I ain't got you. I don't know you. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm a, I met you a couple of times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I met you once, but I don't, you know, when I not seen you. I don't know you. I, you ain't like, it ain't no fact. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, you know, I, I hope this ain't, ain't sounding rude. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's no effect. It's no effect. In, t- in terms of, like, in saying, just saying, hey, this is pro- a problem. I'm not that into you where you, I have to, you, I mean, they, I have to just own 
uh, some form of truth or values that I hold, and I respect your values. If that's your how your values flow, and then that's good for you. Okay, I don't gotta support that shit, right? Even if I'm a fan, I ain't gotta support no bullshit, right? So what I perceive is bullshit. But maybe you don't got some sort of word or something. It's just that everybody else ain't got the word, <laughs> right? So I and I feel that. Also, that she was used because that she nobody knows her that much. It's not a really known situation. If this was something, somebody that was very well known, like if Sabrina Claudia was Snow Allegra and Snow Allegra had uh, them tweets, y'all be going off right about now. Y'all wouldn't care if it was 2010. <laughs> but partly the reason he's able to get away with bringing her on the boat, on, the, on his cruise, is because nobody really knows which is interesting. Like, you know, I hope it's going well for him, okay? Uh, but I said, I said what I said. I said I don't think women should support it, black women should support it unless you come out with uh, maybe a, do some do something like an interview or a talk with her or, or hey, hi, you know, it's good to see you live, do it live. Hey, you know, we're having this with you, one of the guests, let's talk. And you talk to her and you say, okay, there's some controversial things that happened. You want to explain that because my cruise, you know what is this going to be? Oh yeah, then we hear her from her. But trying to sneak it, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, they would say they ain't trying to sneak nothing, but I say you trying to sneak it because don't nobody know her. <laughs> but you know, hey, ain't my business. I said, you know, I'm just out here in these streets. I just be talking shit on this podcast. Okay, that's all I do. Okay, that's all I do. All right, but in the age of Erica Minya. Erica Minya out here getting tossed about <laughs> and thrown away from uh, uh, loving hip-hop and all this stuff, I think you would be more careful. So when we come back, I want to talk about this thing about Cardi B, right? we got to get into this. Cardi B was on this hot wing show, and I just didn't like something she did. <laughs> and we, we'll talk about it, okay? We're going to talk about that and a whole lot more when I get back. But meanwhile, let's start off with Climax Child. I love this one. Diva, Divas Need Love, too. It's the CC Show. I'm Carlotta Child. It's late night. I'm running my mouth. Come on in and join in, y'all, okay? I'll be back in a moment. <laughs>
order for me to maintain my individuality, I must have complete control of my emotions. Because you are not going to hurt me again, baby. Uh-uh.
All right, that's one of my favorites. Denise Williams, do what you feel. A little old school. It is the C Show. I am back on. You guys, listen. Oh, let me let me just say something, get something straight that I said uh, a minute ago. As I was talking about Maxwell and last week, how I talked about uh, Sabrina Claudio being on the cruise and being problematic. And I also talked about how why I kind of, you know, um, um, because somebody is my favorite artist or one of my favorite artists to me, I won't say if I dislike something or I won't. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot. When I said I don't know you, this is what I mean. Meaning that a lot of fans will say, I've had fans like say this stuff to me like, oh, we would never do anything like that. I mean, that's such and such. Oh, my God, he would never do. I don't mean it personally. I can gather. Like when I say talk to y'all and I say, hey, I meet a person, this is what I gather about them. You can gather so much about somebody within meeting them in a few minutes, but at the same time, we only prophesy in part to ask. <laughs> All right? So we really don't know a person. I don't know what who they are. I don't know what they motives are. So, like, I don't know what. You know what I'm saying? I don't, you don't know celebrities behind their veil. You know what I'm saying? You don't know who they are. Okay? You appear nice, but you might be mean as fuck. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, you could appear nice to your, know how to play the game to your fans and all that stuff, but behind the scenes, you could be seriously not crap. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that about him, but I'm just saying that when I say I don't know somebody, I don't know what you, I don't be knowing what you think, and I don't know. I'm not a person that's going to come running to your defense every time because I, when I say I don't know a person, you're not a friend of mine. You're not somebody I, you know what I'm saying? You, you I just like, I, I, I think you're fine and your music is great and all that stuff and uh you know, it's my slippery crush and all that. But, I mean, when I say I don't know you, I don't know. Like, right, you know, like we so quick to defend people, but we don't really we don't really know them, right? You know what I'm saying? So that's, a, that's just what I mean when I say I don't know. I'm not defending somebody, like, to the hilt that I don't know. When you do something crazy, like you, you invite uh, a person on a boat that has been accused of racism and stuff like that, and then when the majority of people are black women, to me, that's crazy. And for somebody to say, well, you shouldn't even hear you. Or what? Why would you say it to me? Or whatever. And say, uh, I don't know you. That's why I would say it. <laughs> because we don't know what your motives are. I don't know who you are. That's why I said you don't know what they So that seems out of character. But what is the reasoning for that? You get, that's what I mean by that. I hope y'all understood what I'm saying on that note, okay? Because uh, I know I got some people who listen who are Maxwell uh, seniors and stuff like that, and that's what I mean by that. So I want y'all to get enough fit. I need streets with me, okay? But if you're going to be upset with me, it's okay. The beast won't be mad at me every week. Join the party. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's get into this news. Now, the Democrats, they crack me up. So do the Republicans, Cal, but the Democrats don't need anybody else. And let me just say this about black people. We, this is the problem. We take our politics too personal. This particular video is going viral of a young lady who is a Democrat blasting the GOP on Trump. Act like they're blind. Then she gets at the end and starts talking about how he looks like somebody who loves his child, talking about Biden. <laughs> just gets 
I don't know. I, I and it just gets too personal, okay? And I'm gonna explain. Let me let me just. I'll talk about this in a minute. But let me let me let me put, play her a little bit. What she. Hold on. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on, y'all. They want to act like they blind. They don't know what this is. These are our national secrets. Looks like in the to me. This looks like more evidence of our national secrets on the stage at Mar-a-Lago. When we're talking about somebody that's committed high crimes, it's at least indictments, let's say 32 counts related to unauthorized retention of national security secrets, seven counts related to obstructing the investigation, three false statements, one count of conspiracy to defraud the United States, falsifying business records, conspiracy to defraud the United States, two counts related to efforts to obstruct the vote certification proceedings, one count of conspiracy to violate civil rights, 23 counts related to forgery or false document statements, eight counts related to soliciting, and I could go on because he's got 91 counts in it right now. Want to know what's really happening? And then she goes into the end talking about Joe Biden is just a man who loves his son unconditionally. How the fuck you know? Who do you know? Jasmine Crockett. She's a the Democrat, and she's going off on Trump's alleged indictments. Uh, she has pictures of some sort of security breach. I don't know what uh, you and I, you didn't show the security breach that Vice President, he wasn't even President, Vice President Joe Biden had all up in his house. He had documents and everything all in his house. They arrested him for having, uh, uh, and he just now cleaned that, that shit out, not too long ago, just a few months when Trump got indicted. Okay, so then he started cleaning his shit. Oh, there wasn't no problem with Trump. That's because they just want to get Trump out. I don't take politics personally. Trump, I don't take personally. I don't know who the fuck Trump is. Trump could be Trump probably mean as hell. You really look. Hey, I believe both of them probably racist. Joe Biden and Trump. Okay, I don't know them. I don't, all I'm caring about is my politics. But black people, are some not all of us. But a lot of us, especially in the political world, want to make it personal. See, they want us to keep making it personal. See, Joe Biden, look, he's just a man who will love his son unconditionally. This is not personal. This is politics. She's sitting up there. She's doing a black. She, she's a new Maxine Waters. I will tell y'all that. That's what's getting ready to be. That's why they, they highlighted her today. That's why she went viral. It's to attract the young people because Maxine and them is in their 80s. And it's starting to get, hey, we getting ready to regurgitate out. That's why I say age. Let me just say this. Age is not a big thing to me when people are running uh, for office as long as they're progressive and alert and, and, and about the business of the White House because you can be old and still have – you can be young and still have old ideas. You can be young and still be a new uh, – a, a relic of a time gone past. You are the new – I can already see what they're doing with you. You're the new Maxine. That's why they highlighted you today. They're ne- that's never an accident. That's why the Democrats picked you to answer. It's never an accident how you show up on the scene. Never an accident in politics. Jasmine Crockett showing up. It's not an accident. Politics are highly manipulative on both sides. So we don't need to take these people. And then what they did is showed her on all the blogs, black blogs, 
and they trying to get you, see, look at her, look at black girls reading them and all this stuff. That's to get you personalized to her. Instead of saying, no, uh, what, what, what does this have to do with She's talking about people trying to feed their family because they trying to, appease, well, that's why they probably trying to appease Joe Biden because Joe Biden is letting legals run across the thing and the uh, economy's out of control and everything, okay? So she's getting upset because they trying because she's thinking the Democrat the, the the Republicans are just all about Trump and all this stuff. What about Trump and all this stuff like that? Because black people are supposed to take politics personal. You're supposed to think of the Democrats as your long lost friend, while everybody else doesn't take. So they get these black people in there who who um who are bulldogs for a party who they don't get any love from. Only a few. And try to sell them out to us so they can sell Joe out at Kamala. This is from Newsweek. A Democratic congresswoman has gone viral for accusing Republicans during the impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden of pretending to be blind when it comes to incriminating evidence against former President Donald Trump. There's a lot of evidence against Joe Biden, too. Joe Biden has been in, he probably got more dirt way more dirt than Donald Trump, ma'am. Joe Biden has been in politics for damn near 60 years. Representative Jasmine Crockett, serving her first term representing Texas' 30th Congressional District, see, this is laid into Republicans on Thursday for investigating Biden's alleged corruption, while ignoring evidence against Trump. The former president has pleaded not guilty to 91 felony counts and four separate criminal indictments this year. House Republicans have opened an impeachment. See, look at her. She got to be the bulldog. Look what you're getting up on here. Yo, look at Trump. Like, it's not personal. All you have to say is no impeachment to Joe Biden. That's our president. Right now, we're not dealing with that. We're dealing with food. But she's going to try to be cute and try to be bring the black girl swag. And what about this, huh? And look at this. Uh, 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 uh. And to get all you black girls out there hyped so you can personalize with her. But not look at her politics and shit. Y'all just, yeah, that's ghostless to tell them off, huh? Yeah, yeah. And we never, we never, I, I get so angry at us because we're the, we are the least in every group and statistics. And we're the least informed. We take things the least seriously. We are moved by shit like this. She loud and wrong. Talking about Trump got into this because it's just it, it it's just we gotta stop. We can't take politics personal. We can't afford to. Crockett pointed out the lack of clear evidence against Biden during the hearing before admonishing Republicans for supposedly ignoring evidence against Trump. A viral video of the moment had been shared on X, formerly Twitter, more than that's not an accident. I don't believe so at all. More than 5.1 million times. This is to introduce you to her, to the public. Just like Barack Obama was not an accident. Just like AOC's introduction was not an accident. These are people that are picked in their parties. This, that's why you have to be more discerning and more wise. And you can't take, never take a politician seriously. I don't take any of them seriously. There's some I like more than others. But I don't take them serious. My thing is, I don't got to like you. Where are you going to lie? Where are you going to vote? How, what you going to do about these illegals out here? 
who ain't got no place to stay, and y'all exploiting them for for cheap labor. Meanwhile, Americans' labor costs, since Americans' uh, uh, labor uh, cost of uh, Americans' uh, uh, pay goes down because of cheap labor. Americans in a worse predicament. I don't give a cute. I don't give a damn about your somatics and your fancy time and whatever you doing, trying to appeal to us. What is it that you gonna do? And it says you, uh, Jasmine, you are part of the Black uh, Caucus. What are you going to, how are you helping black American people in it? Otherwise, we don't got, we, don't, we ain't friends. You ain't come down here and kiss the baby. You can, you can kiss the baby. That don't mean we going to vote for you. That's how we need to be. But we not. We don't take stuff seriously. And shout out to you, Vet Cornell. Yvette, Yvette is becoming one of my, she's one of my favorite people to listen to. And this week she did a little bit, I haven't listened to it all the way, but she did a thing on celebrity and, and, uh, and, uh, and how we, how black people, how we relate to celebrity and politics. This is very good. Y'all should go check it out. I'm going to try to post it on the Collide Chatwood Show page. And also another one uh, that's really good is TV Hip Hop this week has something about um, how how Chicago is trying to not be a sanctuary city, uh, trying to get out of being a sanctuary city. So a very interesting. He, they both had on very interesting shows uh, this week and stuff like that. But when they introduce you to these people, no, this is what you got to understand. If they've made it this far, they on the tape. That's just my personal opinion. I don't, I don't trust nobody who's made it real far in politics you on the take. I look at every politician is on the take. They may not be all on the take, but I look at you as on the take. So has you, that's how you handle them. You never trust them. You don't befriend them. That's the problem in our community. We too, oh, I've been doing A.T. Maxine. This dumb shit. We the only group that do that shit. And we in the worst predicament. I don't take it seriously, Jasmine. So what you went on? When you're talking about impeachment, you're talking about high crimes or misdemeanors, Crocker said. I can't seem to find a crime. And honestly, no one has testified what crime. He, he was all involved in his son's, a lot of his son's uh, dealings. I don't know what you can't find. Believe the President of the United States is committed. Look, she's personally trying to come for him, personally put a black woman to personally into this. And when we start talking about things that look like evidence, they want to act like they bribe, she added, while holding up an image of a box of documents in the in a bathroom at Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence. They don't know what this is. They are national secrets. Looks like in the uh in the shitter to me. I don't know what she's saying. Crocker went on to hold another photo of classified document story at Mar Lago and proceeded to talk about it's our secrets. We don't know what secrets they are because they're under secret. They could be little stuff. It could be stuff that wasn't even Biden also had boxes in his house and he wasn't even fucking president. He was a VP. But they love to ignore that. And that's not normal. They said that's not not normal. But because they, this is, there's this personal thing against Trump. And this is not me taking up for Trump. It's just something, I, don't, I know Trump ain't sometimes can be an elitist, ain't shit person. But what I do know is I peep game when they don't like somebody, when somebody's shaking up the fucking system, okay? So they don't like, and this, it's, it's been a political witch hunt against him. I get it. 
She said, I will tell you what the president has been guilty of, said Crockett. He has unfortunately been guilty of loving his child unconditionally. How do you know? And that that the only evidence that have brought forward, and honestly, I hope and pray my parents love me half as much as he loved his child. Look at her, putting her parents in. I hope my parents, you don't know if your parents loved you as much as Biden loved his son? You don't know? This is crazy shit we be saying. That's she personalized shit. This ain't the personal. Don't give a fuck. We don't know who the, you don't know Joe Biden. Joe Biden was, was or used to, uh, 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 oblige racists and everything. How how's you sitting up there trying to take up? You just look sound dumb as fuck. You just say I don't believe the president uh, has as many crimes against him as you. But she got all personal and trying to get out just because that's to get you in. And then you start okaying what she's saying because she's relatable. And they putting her out here as a pit bull. And the new Maxine Waters for Trump, for 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 Biden. But all you had to say is, well, you don't have to do all that. You had all you had to say is, hey, we disagree with that. We just you ain't got to. See, I hope my parents love me half as much. You don't know if he loved that kid or not. You don't know what the hell's going on. You don't know him. No shit. Trying to get you to relate instead of just saying, you know, it seems like to me the president just loved his kid. She's going to be different. That's the only thing he's unconditional love. Just like being a bulldog because they put black people out there to be great theater. Well, it is what it is. Child, I just didn't like it. And I knew what they were trying to do. And y'all fell for it too. Okay? Y'all fell for it. Uh, and, that's why, and that's why I disagree with Democrats doing that all day. I hate that. I don't like that. I don't think politics should be personal. Only thing po- politics should be personal is how we how it personally affects our lives and how we personally vote. But I ain't got to like Joe Biden. That's the problem. We think we got to like everybody. Oh, do they like black people? What do they this and that? None of them do. That's how we got to look at it. None of y'all like black people. But we just want to make sure that we get our our uh we get our policies enforced. I don't care if you like me or not. Well hey, why don't we come down there and and on Juneteenth I show up at one of you guys' function. That's the need for people to be like, Oh yeah, Joe Biden at our function, child, I'm gonna vote here, he's down here, he was dancing with us, he was doing jig, ain't got no fucking policy, nothing. And we just be like, yeah, yeah. And they was rolling Martin and I didn't. Kamala, everybody was dancing. Everybody was just hip hop. They just do that only with us. Because it's actually how easy it is to get your vote. That's how unserious you are. You people, you are unserious. You has, has, in the words of, uh, what was the, uh, secession? Uh, what was his, uh, I forget the father's name. Lord, let me, I got to make sure I get it, uh, right. In the words of the, uh, 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 let me see. Uh, what is, I forget his name. I, I, my joke went out the window. Okay, in the ro- ro- words of uh, Logan Roy from Secession, you are unserious people. That's what he said to his kids. You unserious. That's how black people are. You are unserious. And that's how these 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 politicians on both sides take you. You too busy trying to be friends. I don't care about your dancing. 
are behind everybody. How you gonna get us out? Well, see now we can be we can we can make Juneteenth a holiday. That don't help. How you gonna get us out? You can do that too, but how, how you gonna get us out? We need to have Tariq Nasheed says tangible. But instead, we just keep taking, we just keep, we we too too emotional and too emotionally attached into being liked and to being this and that. It has destroyed us almost. And it's made us put the wrong black people in office. Talking about they the black caucus. She is. Sad. Democrats may have already picked Joe Biden's successor. This is according to Newsweek. It's saying uh, President Biden could offer uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom a high-profile spot at the nominating convention to tee up his likely 2028 run should Biden win re-election in 2024, according to a leading political scientist. Now, I do believe Gavin Newsom will be president someday. It's a sad thought, but it's true. Because they're already putting him out there. Big time. You know who Gavin Newsom is to me? You know who's prepared you for Gavin Newsom? You say, who, Carlotta? He was a Republican, though, on that show. But he's prepared you for Gavin Newsom. Scandals president. Go look at Scandal, look at Gavin Newsom. Same looks, you see, he's prepared you. So your mind goes to there. You don't see, oh, God, I can get deep, but I'm not. But listen, it says, the move is the latest sign in a burgeoning alliance between Biden and Newsom. So Kamala, that probably means your funky ass is going to be out. Because if Newsom, Newsom could be a formidable opponent with Biden because he's younger being a VP, he don't look as crazy as you do, laughing and giggly and stuff like that. I don't know how he got it. They put you in there. That was just, that again, we are unserious people. Not that Kamala Harris is not smart. It's something like she, she had to be something to get there. But she is, what she has given forth in politics, she has not done a good job as VP. And they suckered her into taking that position. So they could get y'all vote for somebody that ain't even Black America. You voted for somebody uh, who's who's cosplaying Black American. <sighs> because like, I mean, I, I mean, it's almost like voting for Rachel Dolezal, except for she do got some Black in her. She's half Jamaican, or right, third they say some say some say allegedly. Newsom is enthusiastically supporting Biden's reelection campaign. Even has some Democrats are raising concerns about his candidacy following a series of gas by the 80-year-old president and some polling putting him behind Republican front runner Donald Trump. Speaking to the New York Times earlier in September, Newsom rejected the suggestion Democrats could nominate somebody other than Biden as their 2024 candidate, commenting, the train has left the station. We're all in. Stop talking. He's not going anywhere. It's time for all of us to get on the train and buck up. Now, isn't this crazy? Have you seen California? We got motherfuckers running from California all down south, 
all down in the Midwest trying to get away from bad fucking policies of California. And here's Gavin Newsom, nerve enough, the papers, this is to tell you the papers, the news media and everything is bought. We is in a we are in a deceptive evil time. You got so you got elites and powers that be have taken over stuff. They acting like Gavin Newsom should really be a candidate right now. Like California ain't a fucking mess right now. One of the states where homelessness is, I think it was vote. It said they said it was number one. They even got a homeless city in L.A. Taxes abysmal. Everything in the state of California going crazy. And Gavin Newsom is going to try to run for president. Um, fucking believable. If y'all vote Gavin Newsom in, y'all get what the fuck y'all get. We get the fuck what we get as America. Okay? But even though I don't think we vote people in no more. I think we are in an age of, of where people throw in elections and everything. It's going to take prayer to get through this deception. It's thick. And the Bible said the last days of deception will grow. This is thick. It's thick. Okay? It says, uh, speaking of the uh, uh, New York Times earlier in September, Newsom rejected suggesting Democrats could, okay, well, it said, in a sign of the growing alliance between the two men, Access reported that Biden's reelection campaign was deploying Newsom to fight in his corner with the media during the second Republican presidential candidate, which took place at Ronald Reagan Presidential Foundation and Institute in Simi Valley, California. In in June, Biden described Newsom as one of the best governors I've ever worked with and his buddy at an event in Marin County, California. Newsom returned a compliment commenting, I'm here, Mr. President, as a proud American, as a proud Californian, mesmerized not by your faith and devotion to this country and the world we're trying to build, but by your results, by your action, by your passion, by your capacity to deliver. Let me just tell you Kamala Harris while she's out the door. Uh, because he def- definitely Gavin Newsom would help Joe Biden's campaign. Um, of all the serious women they could have picked, and I don't know why, this makes me think the world is on something else, that we got other powers and stuff running the world because there's Susan Rice. There was so many more women in the Democratic Party who were more well-equipped to be VP and who would have been taken very seriously. Kamala Harris was out of her fucking league, and they knew it. They just don't, didn't take – they knew y'all didn't take nothing seriously. Y'all would run out here ski-winging, talking about she went to Howard and all this stuff. None of that stuff that mattered, trying to personalize with her. And y'all would vote because they saw it with Obama. And you on serious people. And white people can be on serious because they, they, they know that with Gavin, the, the independents who might be concerned about Kamala Harris being VP might go for Newsom. So they don't have to have you Negroes no more. And they let all these illegals flood in. The Democrats is really, really over you guys. They've used you long enough is what they feel. 
Now they'll have they'll try to try these little shenanigans here and now with the crockets of the world and stuff like that. And the little what's some two little guys down the Afro boy and the other dude they had. Yeah, they'll try with them. But the Democrats pretty much is no, they know. They've used you up. But you're gonna find out a little too late. Very interesting. Gavin Newsom. If people are actually seriously considered Gavin Newsom for president, California ain't a hot ass mess. <laughs> Illegal migrants overwhelm Eagle Pass, and Biden helps them. This is according to New York Post. Okay. It says, what will, uh, what, what will it take for President Biden to face the reality of what his open border presidency is doing to the country? Tiny, um, let me see this. Okay, I've got this advertisement going up. It says, um, okay, I can get this. Hold on, I got to pull. I know we all get a bunch of advertisements popping up over all the uh, Little things, okay. The besieged community has declared a state of emergency. Um, oh, my goodness, hold on. Let me get this up here. Okay, let me see if I can. Uh, let's see, Matt, it's Eagle Pass, Texas. Let's see if we can put uh, play the Fox News report. Here we go. Wow. Biden's border crisis, unending and fiercely out of control. Take a look at the middle of your screen. And by the way, we're going to get Brian Kilmeade's take on all of this in a moment when he joins. Stunning, exclusive new Fox video of a train packed car after car filled with cheering people from all over the globe coming our way. This despite the Vice President Kamala Harris very early on in the administration warning people not to come. Well, they didn't listen to her. But they do know the border is open. In Eagle Pass, Texas, our Fox drone captured video of one of the largest mass illegal crossings we have ever seen there. Border Patrol sources telling Fox some 2,200 people have crossed illegally just since midnight. Also in Eagle Pass, Fox cameras capturing the moment. Migrant families forcing young children to crawl through razor wire to get into this country. Babies. Who does that? They were crossing illegally during a thunderstorm. Texas troopers had to cut the wire to let the little ones especially in for the safety of those children. And we have this video from San Diego. You're free to vote for all Go wherever you want. It's free country. So you see those aren't Republican uh, governors pushing those people onto buses. No, 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 no. They're told, go wherever you want. That was a border agent telling a man, sure, you're free. Just one of the many people from China and Pakistan dropped off on the city streets due to overcrowding at city shelters. It's interesting because they still checking your ass in the airport, right? But they let anything and everybody go over across the border. And let me just tell you this. 
especially in Mexico right now. I've been looking at specials on Mexico in that cartel. If you think ain't no motherfucking cartels crossing that border, see, America is spoiled as fuck. And part of the problem is, is, you know, they got a lot of free labor from black people for years, 400, over 400 years. And now they're trying to exploit cheap labor. But in return, they're willing to get the payout. See, I'm going to tell you this. If you think that Mexico is a mess right now, and Joe Biden just got them. Now, so a lot of people, I was listening to TV Hip Hop this week, and he was saying that he that they, they a lot of people think that part of the reason that he, Biden is not doing anything is because he's trying to force American cities and states to get so bad with the migrant crisis that they say, okay, we're going to have to come up with some sort of migrant uh, a policy. Now we, we're willing to do asylum. We're willing to do anything. We just stop it. Just stop because of And that's fucked up. They, even in New York, they're talking about cutting out services for citizens to help pay for people who are illegal. If you think your government hasn't been taken over by some some wild shit, you you I don't think that's even illegal. Government. I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I think it's something going else on because it's too much out of control. Biden is run by something else, something more for nefarious. They're testing Americans to see how woke you are, but if they not showing this on. See, more Americans will wake up, but the news media owns and stuff like that too. So what you but what you're not seeing is in cities there are people stopping buses. You, there are literally people coming out their houses trying to stop migrant buses from entering cities. Crowds of people in different cities. Part of this is corporations' fault because corporations are greedy as fuck and they want cheap labor. Uh, part part of this is uh, elites. Uh, Americans, when I say Americans have been spoiled, Americans have not seen. You know, you you wasn't get. You had the mafia back in the day, but you ain't got your taste of the real cartel and shit. You know what I'm saying? Nah, let's talk about that for a second, because you know why Mexico people running over across that damn border real fast and everything like that, because Mexico is out of control. And stuff like that. You think if the mafia was able to buy off uh, businesses and shit in the 1950s, what you think these cartels are about to do? You don't think some American cities might not end up under control of some of these this shit? And you don't think these governments and stuff know the fuck what's going on? Yes, they do. FBI ain't dumb. CIA ain't dumb. It's something bad about to go down. And I wouldn't be surprised if you if we have some sort of crazy terrorist attack because of all this stuff going on. And an influx of crime. Not that Americans ain't crazy enough, but uncontrolled immigration. That's what y'all voting for. They're trying to replace you black people, by the way. I'm tired of you. Okay. And y'all don't. Y'all hollering for Biden. Like he the man. Especially black Americans. They really trying to replace us, okay? Trying to erase us. All right. Let's talk about Taylor Swift down these streets. <laughs> Y'all been talking about Taylor and Travis and 
Kayla Nicole, here's what I said, baby. I hope you got some phone numbers. Remember when I said on this show, I said Kayla shouldn't have went back. But if she went back, she should have been getting some phone numbers from other athletes. <laughs> Listen, I actually think Travis Kelsey and and uh, and Taylor might turn into more publicity, more than a publicity stunt, to be honest. I think it's a publicity stunt right now, but here's the thing. I think Taylor Swift don't really like him, her more than him. I could even see it going in. Maybe they might get him married. I'm not saying they will. I wouldn't be surprised. And let me just say this, though. And Travis, I see the. I I didn't think she was gonna mess with you because because you I mean you anybody could tell you trying to make a makeover. You trying not to be. You was tired of people branding you as John B in these streets. I know what's up. I know what's up. No, no, no. Mhm. Vlad. What's another man's name y'all was going crazy about this week? Y'all call him a civil thought? Power Wow. Travis like, I ain't power. I ain't power. Baby. He really, he went white like. He done shaved up his beard. He dressing much different. <laughs> Remember when him, was it him and Kayla they had the matching Louis Vuitton tag? Ah! Woo! Travis on some other kids, but let me just say this to you, Taylor Swift. He seems to have a fetish. I call it a fetish when you that's all you do. You only date one type. This is just my personal opinion. I don't know I could be wrong. But even the other girl who came out this week who claimed to be one of his girlfriends said he was a cheater. I forget her name. She was Kayla, she was a black girl too. Okay. So let me just say this, Taylor. I was dating this guy one time. Let me just tell you. I, I've told y'all this story several times on here. Okay, I've told y'all, and they and they look and I and his his family really liked me. So I remember his aunts and stuff got me around, got around me, and they said, "Baby, you know if you get with him, they say you know you always what you gonna always be bothered with." I said, "What?" They was like, "White man." No offense to my white listeners. Y'all know that I love y'all. Y'all been, y'all used to me, okay? I say what I say on the show. And I was like, what? They was like, because you know he got a thing. And I knew that shit was true because, you know, I was about doing it because I was young and dumb. See, I was young back in the day. I was a little young girl. You know, don't don't hold against me. But one time I got into, she, me, me and the other, other white girl, we was dating them at the same time. I was young, though. I was young. And so she was at so she was at a, a thing. She she had disrespected me or something on the phone or whatever. And I saw her at the in West, you know, this particular. Area. I thought to pee her ass. Yeah, it's like that. But I was I was I was so emotional. My first, look. you know, what I was like, what, you know, like it was just ridiculous. Okay, but I knew I had grown up, and he was still back and you know he was still over the years back and forth, you know, really, you know, back and forth, whatever. And they told me, I like what. Right, I appreciate them ladies to this day telling me back. Okay, they saved me from tragedy. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. Sometimes certain men just have a thing for certain things. I'm not saying to Travis. I'm saying Taylor Swift. Ask him about all the women he done dated. Ask him to show you pictures of the women he done dated in the last five years. 
are the last five girlfriends. Not five years, last five girlfriends. And then we see what it, see what it is. Because, you, you know, you don't want to get married with children and then you find out that he's got the side chick. In Atlanta, I just picked Atlanta because it's a lot of black people there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just telling you, Tracy. Okay, I mean, you got what is his purpose? Why all of a sudden you cleaning up? See, I ask those kind of questions. I'd be like, what? Hmm, so you've always dated white women. Well, why all of a sudden are you going black now? You know, as I said, yeah, I would want to know that. You know, if I, if I was out here in the streets and I and I and I dated men who consistently dated white women, well, I can attract those types. Well, back in the day, but then all of a sudden, he wanted me. I'd be like, why? That's what Taylor needs to start asking questions. Now you've always had a type. What is the deal here? What's going on with you? Do you need therapy? I mean, because, you know, I always see this. When people don't find their own group of people attractive, I, I find that strange. I find that because, you know, I see if you dated across the board, every people, you date people. But sometimes, a lot of times, people may have some uh, trauma about how they see their parents, how they see uh, it, it mixes with race. or You know, even white people can do that if they only date black people they can have a sense of trauma or they tend to uh i even have heard a story of one time i heard this white guy who was on uh who went viral who talked about how black women not all black women but a lot of black women would give him a pass for uh not being um for just being white like he said i'm an ain't shit guy but they so impressed with me being white that they, he said, they, you know, they overlook all the bad stuff. And I've seen that a lot because you could consider being, having a white man some form of status. But you, 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 sometimes some women, black women will make black men jump over hoops, but they'll take a white man, they ain't got shit. And they'll be like, he's right, you know, but because of, that's because of, Sometimes you'll have people who have a lot of, not all the time, but sometimes you have people who have self-hate and dislike and discomfort, and they will they will see another group has more affluence or more this and that, and you will want, uh, you will you will take them, um, you will take stuff off of them because you feel like you're the lesser. And the fact that, oh, this white man looked at me is sometimes all people need. There are people who deal with severe racial trauma in America, all kinds of racial trauma. I've talked about it on this show before. They got a good book years ago. I forget what it's called, Rage, uh, Black Rage. I mean, people deal with a lot of serious um, uh, trauma in black America and all around the world. With race, facts. I do. Um. Yeah. So very interesting. Okay. So I find take Travis might have some sort of problem because I. I mean, you could see what the difference. I knew what he was doing. 
And I remember my grandparents telling me, listen, when I was little, they said, because I remember I had this white girlfriend. She used to always try to say she was black. She wasn't black. She was full white. I knew her family. But she like Rachel Dozon for them. Rachel Dozon. But she was growing up in the neighborhood with all these black people and everything. She thought that was the only way she could fit in. Um, she'd be coming along. She'd be talking like the black girls and everything. I remember my grandma said, come here. I remember one day because my grandma <laughs> My grandma see me outside hanging with her and talking to her. So my grandma said, I want to talk to you. Tell your little friends, uh, you know, go out and let me let you know something. I said, okay. So my grandma said, let me tell you something about that little white girl right there. She said, I want you to always remember. She can straighten it up. I said, what do you mean? She said, she said, she, said, she can be out there talking crazy and and cussing and laughing. Out. You know, just, just being for young and being... Uh, talking crazy, but she said she can clean it up being a white girl. She can clean herself up, change her back to whiteness, and in a day, uh, be accepted, get jobs everywhere. For you, not so much. So you got to always keep yourself and your demeanor uh, together when you in places or when you out in front of front of places. <laughs> Like, even one time, I, my friend, I love to tell stories about my grandparents because my grandparents were so many lessons for me that I don't realize sometimes how many lessons they were for me as I get older. I see them, but I had a, a boyfriend who his brother was dating a white girl, and she was walking on her shoes around the house and everything, and she was real hood, white girl, whatever. And so my grandmother was over to that. She was good friends with this particular guy was dating his mom. And so she was over to the house one time with me. And I was, she said, you know, she's like, Kiki, let's go or something like that. So we were going out the house and the, and the friend, the person was going with her. I mean, the, his mother was coming with us out the door. And the girl, she saw the girl out there standing on her shoes. She said, hey. And she said, the girl was like, yes. She said, she said, put your shoes on your feet. And she's like, oh, okay, because she had a baby. So she put on her shoes. She said, I bet you wouldn't be walking around with those walking on your heels if you was with a white guy. Grandma. <laughs> she said, and he, she looked at him. She said, you you don't let her do that. You don't let her walk around here and stuff like that. She thinks that's how black people live. Why you don't pick up the best of black people? My granddaughter don't walk around here with her shoes on. I was like, oh, Lord have mercy. My grandma, my grandma said, uh-uh, that's just trifling. She said, and my friend, my boyfriend's mother was like, yeah, thank you, thank you, always trying to act good. But my grandma was letting her know. My grandma said, that ain't cute. You respect him like you would respect him. You, you know you're not going to do that in front of your <laughs> So y'all see where I get it from. <laughs> so this is people who deal with a lot of racial trauma, racial issues they don't understand or something like that, or they tend to perceive like Travis Kelsey, what he, Travis Kelsey is what people we would have called back in the day. I'm going to say it's a derogatory term, but black people, we would have used it among ourselves. We would call him a wigger. Okay. He's a white boy trying to act like a Negro. <laughs> Right, because he, you can see, you can see he might have grew up with a bunch of black people, and what tends to happen in those uh, situations, and let's say something my, my grandma was telling me, they don't get the. There's a lot of black people who be out here doing a lot of great things, but they don't tend to uh, be attracted to that element. They'll be attracted to the more flamboyant element, 
of black people sometimes, and it's not that they are bad, but it'll be sometimes uh, an element that is not so great, and they'll perceive that as blackness. I'm not saying that's what Trevor Kelsey, so they'll act out the stereotype of black people and not the the real true tradition of who black people are. Like, if I were to go home, somebody like a Travis Kelsey. <laughs> okay. I can hear my grandfather. Well, you might as well went and gone and got a Negro. If you going, what you what you doing out here? He, what are you doing? <laughs> because they. <laughs> Because he got some money, you think that? Look at how he just, you know, they would have they would have just had a field day with him. But I'm just saying that it's because they would have peeped the element. Like, you think, is this what you think black people you have to do to appeal to black people? Do you think you have to do this to appeal to black people? Because it's like Justin Bieber. When he was hanging around black people, he when he was hanging around with all them black guys, and then they blamed him, them black guys for all the problems he was having, knowing his ass was just bad as damn self, and he said some little racist shit as damn self, too. Okay? But he picked out the stereotype of black people to hang around. He didn't go and pick Guys who were who looked like in the public were super intelligent, had their stuff together, getting ready to be lawyers, doctors, and stuff like that. Now he didn't want to do that. He picked out raggedy elements. And you know, my grandparents always used to tell me, "Pay attention to that because you can't switch it up." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which they can remember. And when Justin Bieber wanted to get back real white, what did he do? He went to start going to heal song. Jesus, Jesus. He switched up his thing, got married real quick. I know he's on a little video with scissors and stuff now, but he, you know what I'm saying? He can switch it up. But the stereotypes stay with black people. And that's why, you know, when I was coming up, my grandparents taught me to take, take that shit seriously. They always like, uh-uh. They ain't like nobody. You ain't going to date nobody running around here who don't know who they are. <laughs> my girl said, get you a real, if you don't date white man, get a real one. <laughs> Why you gotta act? Why he feel the need? He gotta act that like that way for in front of you. And sometimes it would be the most crazy elements. And that's what my grandmother used to say about my friend, who would she would be trying to be breastfeeding. She was half black and stuff like that, but she really wasn't with her family and stuff like that. But it was because she felt like she had to do do certain things to fit in when she just had to be herself. And my grandma was always saying she ain't trustworthy. You can't you can't trust that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I'm just saying, you know, that is the situation with America race in, in, in America. It can be very trauma. And I look at Travis Kelsey, and I see this tremendous switch up because I see I feel like he wants to appeal more to uh, white America all the way. You know, it's very hard to it's very, listen, let me just say this about black people in America. It's very hard to cross date racially and stuff. You really have to be able to clear all the cobwebs and stuff out 
and seeing what people's motives and ideas and thoughts, because you can have the wrong motives and still be a part of the same race and group and stuff like that. But with race and how thick race is in America and around the world, but especially in the American arena, you really, it can be really hard because Travis, when he was dating a black woman, a beautiful black girl, by the way, but dating black sometimes takes, even though we're beautiful, we high, in my head, we the best. We high status. I love us. But to the society, him dating that black woman brought his status down. And then not to mention how he felt like he had he with the image he was he was giving off while he was dating, right? You know, he was loud. I'm just saying. So now he's with Taylor Swift. He done shaved off the beard. He done got. He looking like y'all said he looked like a state trooper. <laughs> Somebody said he looked like some of the people about to beat you up on that beat you the police officers that um. Uh, police brutality now, stuff like that, because I think he felt like he was not achieving what he needed to be. And it's even hard for black men in the NFL and the NBA. It is hard. Look at Russell Wilson. And it depends on the status of the white pop star singer, like a white pop star singer you are. Like, you just the symptom and you problematic. Mm-mm. But because she was dating the NFL star and people were considered problematic, but actually Jessica hadn't reached her fullest potential as a pop star, or she was kind of wild or something like that. But somebody like Taylor Swift, who is considered a hometown wholesome girl, that adds a plus for him. And, you know, with Russell Wilson, Russell, when, when Sierra married Russell Wilson, I knew that the next thing, if something was to go down with his football, they were going to be blaming her. Oh, he's just a distraction. That's what he's saying. Uh, he's a star, this and that. Um, if he had been married to a white woman, he would have never got that. I mean, let's see what some, what of a, a really a distraction. But uh, Patrick Mahomes' wife just had, used to get that because she was loud and that she was doing wild stuff, okay? But... Sierra is not problematic whatsoever, but because she's a star, he gets a lot, right? So that's why I always thought Russell Wilson needed to move out of Seattle. He did need to move to Denver because Denver is that small town. He needed a team like a Cowboys or a Saints that's used to dealing with celebrity elements and stuff like that. Because one of the things is it's hard when you marry a celebrity, but it's hard when you got in, a, in those athletic worlds and stuff. But it's even harder when you represent a, a strong black family. It is a re- in America. It's moral consciousness and the picture of rebellion resides in the in the look of the black family, especially a black American family. everything that they're afraid of, strong, black, creating, legacy. And so when you have that in healthy relationships, it's hard sometimes 
even for black on black people to survive. That's why a lot of people be like, why do these black celebrity men be doing this and stuff like that? Because a lot of times they pick dudes that's already, they know what they're going to pick. That's a little weaker to that. You know, because if you have a black family, you're invested in blackness, right? Uh, you say, well, Carlotta, what about uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce? Um, same thing. Say this. Um, with Jay-Z, uh, for him, he's had, it's a problematic look. Like, you know, it's a problem. He looks like a problem. It's still a threat, you know, the black family, having a black, strong family. And it's been, you know, waddling. You know what I'm saying? So picking a black woman and deciding to have a black family in America is a very strong, and I'll give shout-out to Jay-Z for that and shout-out to Beyonce for doing that. Even if you, now I don't feel like you got to say it again. Now don't push yourself to say it again for some crazy stuff, y'all. If it's, if it's jacking up, I ain't saying that. But what I'm saying is for having to take on uh, that, to take on being that. Is very tough. Even you know, even with other black races in the diaspora, when they come into America, sometimes you even have some of them who don't like black American women, and their families don't either. I've heard it. I've heard several. I had African friends tell me. I've had uh, Caribbean friends tell me. Caribbean fans, yeah, especially y'all Caribbeans. I'll be wild. <laughs> It'd be wild some of the thoughts. Like, I'll be like, what? <laughs> but, yeah. It's a very interesting thing how the dynamics of race and everything works. So, Taylor Swift and, and Travis, that's even playing into that, too, because of who he dated and how he looked beforehand. I can tell Travis is making a move to change whatever his perception was before. And it reminded me of what my grandmother said about my little friend when I was young growing up saying, she can change up. You can't. Like when a black athlete starts off, like, you know, like Alan Iverson always had a hard time overcoming his past. Once we out there, them stereotypes out there is all at the breaking. But hey, in white America, you can clean up and become a white man any day when you white. Okay? You can play uh, unserious games and stuff. But America's so good to whiteness that you can get it up. The world is just white. I remember the other <laughs> Paul Mooney said, "This is how Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney one of my favorite jokes with Paul Mooney. Well, this is to be um um." Cold because any, any form of homelessness is horrible. But the other day, we walking, we driving down the street. It was a homeless young white man out there, and we don't know what happened in his life. No judge, no real thing like that. But I thought about the Paul Mooney joke. Paul Mooney said every time he saw a white, a homeless white man, he started crying. And he said because he thought to himself, "What a waste of whiteness." <laughs> because. Being white in America, that that guy, he might be out there today slumming. But all he literally sometimes got to do is clean it up. Life can be good. 
you know. So that's real. I know that's a real. People don't like to think that, but that's based in America. Right? So very interesting, the whole thing with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I can go on with that all day. Okay? Um, it's just a, it's just interesting. Okay? Um, Kathy's husband is back out here talking about Diddy's man. And it's just making me wonder, is Cassie and him all right? You know, because, like, if you sit out here talking about Diddy, it's like, man, like, what's going on, man? You know, you won. But this is according to Bossup.com. It says, Cassie's husband, Alex Fine, is calling Diddy out of the alleged closet once again after leaving a shady social media comment dripping with homophobic undertones under a video of the mogul. Um, let's see. It says the personal trainer held no punches after viewing a video of the 53 year old explaining why the publishing rights will return to his former bad boy artist after 20 years, according to Radar Online. It seems like the cowboy just can't stop. Uh, t- uh, he's so old. It, oh, this is what he said. He said he's so old and foodie. Fine commented in addition to a rainbow flag <laughs> and the elderly man emoji. <laughs> Why you? Oh, Lord. As previously reported, the 30-year-old is doubling down on the claims he made in 2022 after Love released his single, Got to Move On. The son senior Justice Smith and Cassie has appeared dated for a decade before she moved on the fine in 2019. The lyrics read, you found a new man, so I got to move on. Guess you got a new agenda with someone you barely know. I, I won't say you're wrong. Guess you had to move on. And Diddy, from the way I heard you used to treat that girl, thank the God, thank God she her ass moved on. Okay? More hours after the son's debut, Alex, who was who had been married to Cassie for three years, took his Insta story to share a post that some fans concluded was a slight after a video on a happy pride to all my LGBTQ plus friends, Fine wrote, including a link to an LGBT foundation. He continued to tap as a charity that helps people who are in the closet and got to move on along with other sources. Okay, let me just say this. Okay. <laughs> Alex, first of all, that is, it, you should not be trolling this man if you have. Okay. But, now, I did think if it was something Cassie done told him that was so horrible that he like, this motherfucker. You know, like if some dudes are like, this motherfucker out here, he, he, he had my woman doing something crazy, you know, or something like that, maybe something like that. And he's still pissed off about it. But just, man, just say this to Cassie. How many NDAs you signed? I hope you didn't sign a lot of NDAs, girl. I heard you took a big lump sum of money, allegedly. I don't know what you took to keep them secrets. But I say save it to the fuck for the fucking book. I let Alex write a book about what the stuff you done told him. <laughs> that's how you that's how you get around NBA people say. <laughs> oh, there's always ways around NBA. <laughs> okay, but listen. Diddy, I think these women have been out here a long time. Now, sometimes where there's smoke, there is fire. Sometimes it's just a bunch of rumors. But listen, like I have heard, I've heard rumors about a lot of people, okay, a lot of people, and there have been a lot of proof attached to people. Now, one person I heard a rumor about about being gay, I will not say who, 
through bisexual, and he's had bisexual rumors on him for years, including this a really ugly blind item out here. I will not talk about it. But listen, I talked to one of the one of my broader people that I know back in the day who knows he used to be hanging in the cruise and stuff like that, and was like, let me just say this: it's only rumor. We have never seen a person, never known a person. They told me one thing was suspicious about them taking certain trips out of the country. <laughs> but they said, you know, but they ain't never seen it. But now, when it came to Diddy, I ain't going to lie. He, he just kind of rolled his eyes and said, child, well, child. I said, well, they smoke that fire. They said, well, they smoke that fire. But now that's all I'm going to say. I ain't saying it was true. I'm just saying a lot of people. Now, here, Diddy, I say this, Diddy, so you can stop his shit. Listen, I don't think a dude like Diddy, he like Queen Latifah at this point. Do you really got to tell y'all if he is? If he, like, Wayne Brady, I, he didn't have to tell me. I kind of just felt it. But, I mean, if you pansexual, it's okay in this day and time. To people take people, people out here doing all kind of shit, okay? So, I, you never know what's re- people's reasons for not coming out fully because sometimes a lot of people don't believe they're gay. They felt like they're dealing with sexual trauma. No, I know people like this. Okay? And I've talked about this on the show before. Some people don't feel like they're gay. They dealt with sexual trauma, and they're not ready to accept the label of being homosexual because they found themselves as a child being molested or or their first sexual experiences with the same sex because somebody was a pedo and all these things, and it confused them. And they don't want to take on that label because the label is from abuse. And they still trying to figure it out in their life. So maybe that's why he ain't came out. I don't know if he is. If he is, allegedly. But if, I don't think it's, I don't think I like the idea of Alex constantly putting in he's fruity, he this and that. I mean, it just seemed like you just, you, your girl was with him with his fruity ass for 10 years. She was. Well, you try to talk, what is she? No, because usually everybody get that. If you, just, uh, if you with a man and you know he be have, engaging with the opposite sex while he's in a relationship with you, then nine times out of ten, you open to a lot to dance Okay, Alex, why you talking about Dickie? What was Cassie doing for ten years? <laughs> was somebody having speech chatting too? Was somebody doing... Uh, what's that girl's name? Neo was messing with? Monietta, Monietta. She doing a Monietta. Okay. Moving on. Oh, God, I have not talked about that. Ah, look who shows up in public. Megan Good and Jonathan, I mean, and Jonathan Major. We called her the missus. Lord, Megan, I'm going to have that speech for you. 
that them old women had for me. He got a fetish. Or has my, has the old folks, he got a type girl. Or say he got a type girl. And you ain't it. <laughs> no, no. Hey, like this one time, okay. Side boy, okay. This one dude had a specific type, right? That that was trying to dig on me back in the back. Like, you know what I'm saying? He had a specific type. And I had gotten a, you know what I'm saying? I'm a plus size girl. I haven't got a little thick. Some people, you know what I'm saying? Some people think, I don't know. Some people think I'm thinking the right thing. I don't know. I could see myself plus size, right? If I'm plus size girl, and I was a little smaller than I am now. But, uh, yeah, this person had a type that he, they were constantly dating. They were and then they zoned in on me. And I was like, yeah, wait a minute. We don't make sense here. I'm looking at all these types. Right, you know, and he was giving me, I was like, when your type going to come back? Like, when you, 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 I mean, sometimes you can find love with a person that's not so tight, okay? But I wanted a good reason to why suddenly you switch it up. Either you secretly been They ain't been your type And you just been having these people The women you was dating out here As you know your look But you really trying to You know and that's problematic too Or some of you dating a thicker You know what I'm saying When you've been used to skinny model type It was just interesting I was like seriously I couldn't believe the person Was really like feeling like that When he was trying to date me back in the day And I was like really yeah, I'm not really your much your type. <laughs> and the person swore it. I mean, you know, but I never trusted it. Hmm. Not because I'm worried about the other person. You know, I don't, I'm not. It's just that it was just, it. I'm worried about your peace of mind and how you got there. And they never could explain it pop, proper. And so it made me think. And then I remember one time hearing them say something like they were tired of their type. Don't listen to it. Okay. And women do this a lot too, girls. You do this a lot too. I just want somebody to treat me nice. I just want somebody. They was like, I'm tired. He was saying, I'm tired. You know, these they just all they do is this and that all day and stuff like that. So well, I'm looking, shoot, shoot, I'm looking mirror my damn self. You know, I can't look at But he was saying that like they were so problematic because they were so narcissistic and stuff like that. But it didn't seem like. It's at the same time as I was hearing it, it also said he was like, you know, I was determined next time I was gonna get me somebody who was more down. It was it was sounding like to me it was kind of sounding insulting. What he was saying, and I was like, oh, so you think I'm a motherfucker don't got no self esteem? Are you think I'm a you think because I I got you know I'm against a little weight that I ain't got you know I ain't got no just a fuck. Like, you know, you gonna treat me like you gonna treat me like a smooth appreciative of me. <laughs> Cause I'm so fine. I'm like Nigga, well, you got me bent. Okay. I gotta be what you think this is, right? So here's what I say Megan did. Girl, he got a type. Except so they singing in these streets. This is according to TMZ. Well, how much time I got to air? Okay, he got some time. Uh, they're saying that uh, Jonathan Major just dropped a major hint that he and Major might be together. Like, well, they found out that he worked. 
because uh, the dude called her something you really only say when you're married. The actor was at a black and white gala in D.C. Sunday night, which was hosted by the Congressional Black Caucus. Megan was one of the key people speaking at this shindig, and it looks like uh, J.M. was backing her up on stage, okay? Megan said she was happy to be there and see so many black faces come out for a positive cause. Towards the end of her brief remarks, she turned to Johnson and said, Babe, you want to say anything? Wow, babe. His response is telling. John replied, Y'all heard the missus, so that's what it is. The crowd's reaction was kind of twofold. They treated with praise, but there was also a sense of ooh and ah over what he just implied. Um, okay, so people are saying that that's not true. They're not. Listen, girl. Listen, girl. Listen, Megan. Okay? You really better make sure that this man, first of all, you better make sure he ain't kicking no ass. You need to be talking to all them females. See, right now he might not be kicking. He might be a control mofo. You know, there's some people like, well, I, 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 met, I knew a person like that. He was very controlled. I told the story on here before. Like me when I was in college and stuff like that. We was playing cards one day, and it was one thing. It could be just one little thing with me because I'd be watching you. I'd be like, mm-hmm. And so one little thing. And my friends always be laugh, used to laugh at me and be like, girl, how you just going to end up breaking off with people with something, something so crazy? I said, because that's, they, they crazy. But he said we was playing cards, and he and, and they, everybody was talking about cheating, people that cheat. And he said, if my wife ever cheat on me, and he was looking at us, and he said, I'll take her out, straight gangster style, is the way he said it. Everybody started laughing at the table. I was the only one that laughed. I was like, mm. It was just the way he said it. I said, he crazy about that. The next day, I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah let's keep it clean, and my friend said, girl, you we were joking. And they, I've, it just happened to me twice with somebody who was trying to date me. They said something crazy, and I've been right about it. They said, girl, blah, 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 you ain't serious about that stuff. I still became a friend. I was friends with him, good friends with him. He would come up and talk to me, and, then, you know, as a friend, and he was dating one of the girls, this girl I knew who I was cool with, too. He started dating her, but he always he used to come and talk to me. He was crazy. Like I said, he was crazy. But he liked me like a sister because I had to, I cut him off. I wasn't dating because I knew he was up next. She, when she, he found out she was dating this other dude on the dorm room, this motherfucker came up to our dorm room. He was beating our doors. He put a hole in our wall. He was acting a fuck. Oh, okay. I told my friends, I said, who was right? Was I right? Y'all said he was just soaking. We had to hide her ass. He was like a Because he was a control. He was controlled. He seemed really cool, really nice. But underneath that was a it was something like something deep. You can see it flowing. And when he said that that day, I said that's a trigger. He got a trick. He got triggers. He crazy. And you see, you think you gonna be my ass? You got nothing. Some somebody gonna be on the ID channel. I, I get triggered too. And woman be your trigger me. I, you, be, you probably have your ass on the IV. I'll be on the IV channel or you going to be. It's the angle for you. See, I know what not to do. Crazy too. I ain't going to have nobody beating up on me. Triggering my crazy. 
kicking my ass. Cause you suspect, cause you do this or that. Just it's crazy. You just crazy. You just nice, sweet guy, but he. Underneath that was real temper, and my friends thought I was joking. They, I said, I saw it. I said, he was cute. Nah, he went, girl, he went, ah. And then he's like, girl, what? Oh, my God. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, Megan, you better be checking and make sure you better talk. I would, if I was who, I'd be interviewing them ex-girlfriends. I'd be on the phone. It's quietly when he ain't around. So what happened? I get friends who can tell me something, who can go do some investigating and give me, if it's more than six of them with similar stories and they happened and they reported them to the police and stuff like that. You got two things to watch out for. He got a tie, and allegedly he be putting hands on it. Allegedly. Okay, now they could all be mine. But I found this strange that all of Hollywood was saying, and in my gut, there's something about them. I've be, I be been knowing that. I've been like, mm. I, but, I, you know, my gut can be wrong. But that's two, she's, two things she got to look out for. Be careful, girl. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Y'all got to watch out for these demons. Hey, Kiki playing Corey about being in a relationship with that man. Virgo, you in a relationship. Trust me, Virgo. I already know. Okay? You fucking around with that ex boyfriend, okay? You ain't going nowhere. I thought you might have went somewhere for a minute, but you probably back. I'll close out about these dark side Virgos out here, okay? I found this interesting. Uh, oh, Usher's going to be performing at the Super Bowl. That's going to be a good look. He's done on the World Series. Shout out to uh, I mean, Usher. But uh, there's also this interesting article about Nigerians. Uh, we need you back home. Ken Nabu tells Nigerians in U.S. This is Vanguard, uh, NGR. Um, and it's going to read. It says, President Bola Tembu has encouraged Nigerians in the U.S. to rise above failure by having a change of mindset for success in all their endeavors in life. Tinubu gave advice at the presidential town hall meeting with Nigerians in the diaspora on Wednesday in New York. The town hall meeting was organized with the, by the Nigerian Diaspora Commission on the sidelines of the 78th sessions of the UN General Assembly. I want to give you a measure that will resonate with you. I was once a dysphoria. What, ha- what have you been through? I have been through it. Change of mindset is necessary. Take it this night that Nigeria is home for business and opportunity. Also, where any, also anywhere you say, there is always going to be an opportunity in and every in and in everything you do. There is always going to be opportunity if you know how to search and put your mind to it. He said. The president, however, expressed the delight in the conduct of Nigerians who continue to excel in their chosen fields in their host country. Okay. Uh. He's saying he won't now listen, I'm I'm really gonna say this right now because a lot of y'all ask a lot of people, Africans, okay, y'all be putting up the, the Ghana signs and the Nigerian 
things, and y'all don't be having no attachment to Nigeria. Y'all be acting like, oh, the water in Nigeria, Nigeria is so much better. No offense, I ain't trying to be, I ain't trying to hate on y'all. But this man's asking y'all to come back home. He's saying he's trying, he needs some help back there. Some of y'all to go back home. But I'm only talking to the people who be acting like you said, it's so much better where I'm from. Yes, they do. A lot of people do that. The president is asking for you to come back home. <laughs> That's why I just see black people don't buy into shit all the time. Like, don't buy into, uh, what's his name? What's his name trying to sell you? It's not that I don't have no respect and love for Africa. Africa is a continent, first of all, with several different countries. Black people, the the, uh, the Middle Passage, you were probably from the northern, up, or the, I mean the western, up to certain parts of uh, some, uh, mostly they believe most West Ghana was throughout the uh, diaspora or something like that and some other countries along that area, okay? So you're not from everywhere in Africa. Because <gasps> y'all be saying, I'm going home to the motherland. Like, what motherland? Which part? <laughs> Every part was your motherland. Every country you went from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our our idea about the continent and it's, to me is disrespectful to Africans because our idea we look at it as a country, but Africa is. I mean, Africa is not a country. Africa is a continent with several different countries, and each of them have their individuality and cultures and ethnicities. They deserve to be looked at as that. And has Black America, when you buy into the ideas of of these places being all oh, so this and that and this and that, you got to be careful because you might be giving up your inheritance. Let's God call you back for something else. Now this is wonderful story. I forget in the book. I don't got time. <laughs> I told it before on here. Uh, uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Um. Oh my goodness, what is that? Uh, David conferred with each. I think this is the First Chronicles. It says David conferred with each of his officers, commanders, and thousands of commanders of hundreds. He then said to the whole assembly of Israel, "If it seems good to you, and if it is the will of the Lord, let us send word for." far and wide to the rest of our people throughout the territories of Israel and also to the priests and Levites who are with them in their towns and pastorings to come join us. Let us bring the ark of our God back to us. For we did not inquire of it during the reign of Saul. The whole assembly agreed to do this because it seemed right to all the people. So David assembled all the Israel all all Israel from sure so I might be saying that wrong, Shahar River to the Egypt and Labo Hamas to bring the Ark of God from Kareth Jerem. I know I'm not saying that right. David and all of Israel went to Baal of the Baal of Judah to bring up from there the Ark of God, the Lord who is enthroned between the cherubim, the Ark is called by the name. Uh, and this reason the, they did this, this is this was always one of my favorite stories in the Bible. Because the Ark of the Covenant was to reside in Israel. It was Israel singing during, I forget, during some war or something like that, it, the Ark of the Covenant got stolen. And Israel just let it fade into the land where it was at. This was Israel's inheritance was to have that presence of God 
in Israel, that symbol of God. And that symbol, symbol of God brought blessings with it, uh, all kinds of things. So Israel forgot all about the presence of God. That's what David said. Y'all didn't even inquire of it. But they, meanwhile, they saw Jerem, Jer- Jerem getting, getting blessed. They was over there like, wait a minute, hold up. That's our art. <laughs> oh, we going, they were like, we going to get our art. <laughs> wait a minute. And so I just say this. Sometimes we as black Americans, even though America has given us trouble and given us hell, sometimes we think we are willing to give up our inheritance, our art that God has given us, our presence of God that God has given us. We don't we don't inquire of it. We don't inquire like all the great gifts as black Americans we've had as our music, our our, our ability to be creative. All these things I said went out to the world. I was looking at uh, Maxwell in South South Africa, some of the videos. I, I, I said Africans, I used to see pictures of Africans back in the 1960s and stuff. They didn't dress like that. That's American black influence on the world. Even though they had some African attire on. And Africans had influence on us because we bought a lot of stuff. We were trying to wear Kenta Claus and all that. We didn't know what shit nothing was. <laughs> We try to bring be paying Africanness and stuff like that. And we even make that stuff trendy, right? But it showed me how our we 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 are thinking we longing for something that they they a lot of people around the world wish they had. Around the diaspora wish they had what the black American had and so we've lost our arc in some way. You know, so that's why I always laugh at the story because God got a gift for you. They didn't give nobody else. Like gave them gifts and stuff like that. Like we might have been wishing, dang, we wish we would have stayed in our own country. But if we had not stayed in our, if we, we, if the slaves hadn't endured what they hadn't endured, we wouldn't have some of the greatest creativity and power things that we have made in America. We had to go through a lot to become great. And so we shouldn't give that. That's why I always say we shouldn't give that away, be little. We shouldn't think we don't have a culture. We do have a culture. And the presence of God is with us. And when we give it away and we act like we ain't got no presence, and we be like, you know, it's like, he, like David said in that story I read, you didn't even inquire of the art. The children of Israel had gotten so used to how they was living, that they didn't even inquire about the art being in another place. That their gifts, their, their, the presence of God had moved to another place, and that was their inheritance. And they weren't even claiming it until they saw other people getting blessed with their stuff. That's how we are, black Americans. We see others get blessed with our stuff. <laughs> And now we're like, whoa, wait a minute, hold on, we do that in culture. What y'all doing? <laughs> right? So <clears throat> that's just my, that's why I, my idea about that story. But y'all, listen, I have so I got so many other stories I'm going to share with y'all when I uh, get back uh, from uh, KC this, uh, this week. And I talk to y'all about, uh, I probably, I may try to do a live and talk about the Renaissance tour afterwards. And I also talk about Maxwell's show. So, and all this stuff, but you guys, I want you guys to have a wonderful rest of your week. Your week, enjoy your weekend. I hope you have a blessed one, uh, y'all.
Give me prayers. I need it. And thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. I appreciate y'all so, so much. I'll be uh I'll be back. I'll try to have one this weekend or um, I don't know, maybe we'll do it uh we'll figure it out. We'll do it uh maybe maybe Monday or or late Sunday night. Okay. So I will try to have a show because we got a whole lot more stuff to talk about, all right? All right, you guys, I'm out. We're going to leave out with Just Be Good to Me SOS Band. It's the CC show. I'm Carlotta. Y'all have a good one. See ya. the sound of my voice you are listening to the archive show what's up archive listener? listen y'all know i appreciate y'all thank you guys so much for listening to me and catching up on the show catching up on archive shows especially when i'm asking y'all know i appreciate y'all so much i can't say it enough thank you guys so much for hanging out listening to the show remember you can hit me up at the carlotta chat with facebook page you can also hit me up on uh Carly's underscore galaxy at Instagram. Also, y'all can hit the link for threads. I'm on there. You can follow me there. Um, and what is Twitter? Carlotta C Chat with Show and Carlotta72. Okay. So, um, oh, I forgot. Twitter, I may start to go down to one. I may merge C Chat with Show and Carlotta2 together because I may um, 
Uh, we'll talk about that later. So I'll let y'all know in the future how that's going to be because I know some of y'all follow both of the pages, okay? So I'll do that. And as far as the YouTube is concerned, I am going to do YouTube. I just had a lot of stuff come up that I wasn't expecting, y'all. But we getting ready. We're going to get there, okay? We're going to get there. <laughs> All right? All right, so you guys, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a wonderful Wonderful weekend. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. I get to see Red and Five. I can't wait. So I can't wait to tell y'all about it, okay? See y'all. Bye-bye. Oh, we leaving out with Baby Face and LMA. Falling in love